welcome once again to a very, very special edition of the What You've Been Watching podcast. I am your host, the sober, marvelous Mike Dudley, believe it or not. Don't worry, that'll change. Followed, as always, by my co-host, cohort, and younger brother. MD3 Marcus Dudley checking in on you. What is going on out there in podcast land? Uh, we are broadcasting live from the What You've Been Watching studios right here in the shadows of Dope Campbell Stadium in Tallahassee, Florida. Big shout out. What's going on out there in podcast land? We got a very special episode for y'all today. We have the middle duds. Miss, You've met them all before uh, about a year ago now, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, introduce yourself, man. Middle is Dudley, Matthew. Um, I'm here to adjudicate and um, yeah, keep these two fuckers in line. <laughs> yeah. Also known as the illustrious MK Dudley Art, who we want to shout out and thank you for our uh, yep. our gorgeous banner. Also our intro music by Kesta, shout out for keeping it up on the ones and twos. Go see them if you get the chance. Yep, Always Bright is the name of the song. You can find us at uh, the Whatcha, or excuse me, at just Whatcha Been Watching Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Dudley Bros Podcast. You can look for the beautiful colorful banner done by, as mentioned before, threw us off our rhythm, but we're good. <laughs> um, so yeah, all the plugs are out of the way. We're going to dive right into it because we've got a lot of episode. Action packed. Action packed. Um, we have decided with the madness that is in the air of this month, I'm sure you guys are going to get brackets from every single website or whatever it is. What's the best Metroid game of all time? Well, there's not 64 of them. But we, sir, uh, we have decided to uh, do a little bracket of our own. And because this will be the second year doing it, we have decided to do the greatest movie sequels of all time. The best of the best. The best of the best. And because, so good they had to do it again. And because we don't respect you as an audience, we just decided to run it back with the exact same thing. No <laughs> new characters. We're just going to rehash it for a simple cash grab. Season two, same as the first. <laughs> same budget. Um, so yeah. so we Olsen just, twins are getting older. Right. So we decided to bring Matthew in here because otherwise, as previously, it'll just turn into Michael and I yelling at each other. Yep. And then a bunch of things won't even make it out of the first round because then we'll just be like, well, I'm going to do my own bracket. You do your own bracket. We'll, we'll make our brackets fight. Right, screw the brackets. Yeah, <laughs> screw the brackets. <laughs> or we just agree we'd be like... So, Taken 2, hashtag bad parenting? <laughs> sure. Wins it all. Yeah, at what point is he just a bad parent? Uh, so anyways, um, we have compiled a list of 64 films, uh, sequels. Some of the rules are we're not doing reboots, stuff like that. Right. <laughs> there's no rules. There's no rules. There's some rules. <laughs> there's, no rules. there's guidelines. Yeah, there's yeah. basic guidelines. You're only going to see one from each franchise. It will never be the first of that franchise. Right, right, um, right. But that, after that, it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> Yeah, after that... It's well, pretty, in, pretty in the sense one. that Godfather 3 is a sequel of Godfather 2. Rocky 4 is a sequel of God uh, of Rocky 3. Yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> in theory. It's pretty loose guidelines. Yeah, it's loosey-goosey. We, we set a couple rules down, but, uh, you know, we tried our best. And also, before we get into this, this is definitive. Right. So, yeah. at this point in history, Experts forward, here. A bunch of chowderheads putting their minds together. And uh, we have come up with a definitive list. So, like I said, from this point on in history, if you ever have a conversation with you or your friends 
about, oh, what was the best sequel? You can just stop right there because we've done the research and we're about to unfold our findings and our opinions right here. You can just refer to anyone from this point forward back to this podcast. Like the, like the Rosetta Stone and Hammurabi's Code. It's going to be etched in the annals of time. The annals. <laughs> All right. So, without further ado... Matthew, are you ready to... Uh... Yeah, I mean, as ready as I can be. Yes, we appreciate you being here. I got my Cavafier drink, so I am ready to begin. All right, we're going to try our best to get through at least the first round. If we've got some time to bullshit afterwards, we'll let you know what you've been watching. All right. <laughs> but in the meantime and in between time. All right. Quickly, quickly, there's what no time. Gonna, I know. What we're going to do first, we're going to start up here in the top left corner. We have what some consider to be the greatest sequel of all time. Nay, some people might say the greatest movie of all time. We have The Godfather 2 as a one seed going up against 16 seed, the Sonny Chiba masterpiece, dare I say, Return of the Street Fighter. (laughs) Now, a Cinderella story could begin right here. (laughs) It won't, but it could. (laughs) So, Matthew, you've seen both of these. Yeah, um, we watched Street Fighter Mm -hmm. with, I think, Glenn. Right. Not that long ago. Right, and then followed up immediately with Street Fighter Two. Right, Return of the Street Fighter. Yeah, immediately after back to back, I think. Yes, Um, and I remember it being the same movie twice. Yep, with the second movie being seventy five percent of the first movie, like literally footage from the first movie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Not even plot line, but Godfather is fucking boring. (laughs) (laughs) The swerve. So, am I leading this off, really? Yeah, sure. sure. I don't. Uh, Street Fighter. <laughs> I'll say this. The Street Fighter 2 has an awesome villain. And it's like, when you think about like what makes it good is the fact that like it's the same bad guy from the first one, but now he just comes back and he has like a metal throat box because right. yeah, that's because right. Ch- Sonny Chiba rips throats out in that yep. movie. Yep. <laughs> and so he comes back with like a metal throat box. He's like, you thought you killed me, but... So it actually has a really memorable villain, and like that's what you want in a sequel of like, oh, this person's back from the grave, and they they have a reason to be pissed off now. It's personal, sure, you know. But it's fucking Godfather too, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good. He movie. has way more reverence for actual films than I do because I only watch garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird though. I, for a long time, I feel like I was the garbage watcher of the bunch. <laughs> the playing fields have leveled some amongst us. I don't know. I'm not going to get too much into Godfather 2. I'll just say it has my vote. It is, it's so fine. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and back you up on that. It's got to be Godfather 2. I mean... That's the way like, I expected it yeah, to go. Yeah. But I do appreciate Return of the Street Fighter at least getting one vote before, you know, going off into the wild blue yonder. But, it needs to be on the list. Of course, of course. It's a great sequel, but like you said, it's it 75% a, of the movie is just actual footage from the first movie, so... It got a couple points in before it got dunked on with balls in its face. That's right. Right. That's right. It got Vince Carter. There's your sports <laughs> reference. <laughs> Sport I don't usually watch, but I know that because those nuts were all up in that dude's face. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to move on to our... What is this? South... Southwest bracket? That's what I want to say. You tell me. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I'm trying to <laughs> the northern draw su- pictures for a living. Southern northern bracket? <laughs> right. Uh, okay. The West we have the, the first, the one seeds in all of these are going to be, there's some tough matchups. But, again, we got to do it. We have Aliens Ooh. versus 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Of course, that is with Chrome Dome and whatnot. Michael, I'm going to let you start us off on this one. Okay. So, I recently rewatched Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, and I got to say, in terms of a sequel, that movie is at least memorable. I, I don't know how much of the same spirit it invokes from the first movie, but, I mean, they swing for the fences on it. The entire movie is just one anxiety fever dream. Um, so I I don't know. I, I don't know if it holds up, quite frankly. I mean, I as big a fan as I am of that, I think that Aliens really set the tone in terms of how to... Not set the terms, but at least reinvigorated how to do a sequel properly. Like, you're not going to recapture the magic of the first one. you got to make the sequel kind of its own thing. So... And it was super successful and gave us, you know, Sigourney Weaver as Ellen Ripley kicking ass one more time. It gives us the great line, get away from her, you bitch. And then, you know, Newt's completely memorable. They mostly come out at night, mostly. <laughs> you know, it's a very quotable movie, you know. Why don't you fucking put her in charge, man? <laughs> um, but then again, so is Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. I just think that in terms of being a better made movie, probably Aliens is going to go forward. I have not had to see, um, I've seen Aliens, but I don't have to see that movie to vote against Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. <laughs> and I'm sorry, if you're ever in Tallahassee, please go to the uh, Cap City Video Lounge. I went to uh, his birthday, the, the proprietor's birthday, mm -hmm. and uh, he said that was his favorite movie. And when I saw him ahead of time... He was like, oh, what are we watching tonight? He's like, we're watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. He rattled off a bunch of stuff. He's like, we're watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Now, some people are going to say, oh, Godfather 2, oh, Aliens, oh, that's your greatest sequel of all time. <laughs> he goes, they're wrong. <laughs> so, Kevin, I'm sorry. I appreciate the viewing, but that movie was an anxiety attack. At one point, the girl's yelling. The people who are kidnappers are yelling, and it's like all the, if you just, if you just put on the arguments of Always Sunny in Philadelphia and then just did it on a really shitty like tin mic and then just cranked it to 11, <laughs> that's that movie with like red hues that are blurry that's coming through. Ugh, yeah, it was, it was a panic attack for me to watch. So I'm on Aliens for that one. Do you need my opinion on this? I, if you want to talk about either one of those two. Uh, Aliens is amazing. Um, it, it's kind of the same. It's Alien 1. Sure. Again. Yeah. Slightly differenter and through the lens of James Cameron, right? Yeah. Um, great movie. I have nothing to add. No, no notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no notes. It's moving on, so we don't want to uh, slam dunk all of it. We're going to have to talk about it probably at least a few more times. At least one more time. So you don't have to give away all your, your, your trade right. secrets right. on the first round. But Aliens is moving on against Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Sorry. I for that one. Both memorable movies, but I just think in also, terms of... I'm more movie. familiar with uh, Return to Check Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where Matthew McConaughey is a robot. Wait, what? <laughs> He's not a robot. He has he has a cyber like a uh, cybernetic uh, don't, leg. Don't don't. <laughs> Androids, robots, whatever. What's the difference? And also Renee Zellweger. Uh, don't remember. She I remember Matthew joke. McConaughey though. Fever dream of a movie, and that's all that matters. Oh my god! Yeah. So Matthew's already saying that we've had our first snub of something not being nominated. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Uh, in our next one seed, we have... This one has to be on the list, obviously. Fucking episode five. The Empire Strikes Back against 
personal favorite of mine. Let's just put that out there. Leprechaun in the Hood. <laughs> the great Warwick Davis. The great Ice T's in that movie. I don't remember who else, but I know those two are in it. <laughs> it's a great movie. He raps at the end. Anyways, I'll start this one off, so we're just going to do this in a sure, little round sure, sure. My vote is for Leprechaun in the Hood. <laughs> I knew it. Because it doesn't drag in the middle, and there's no point where he goes into the tree, and it just falls apart. So that's, that's all I got to say about that. So it's Leprechaun in the Hood because of those reasons. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Empire. It's, I'm not even... Do I, do I really need to list the reasons? I mean, it's, it's probably the best Star Wars movie ever made in and of itself, so... So as a Star Wars... See, this is where I get fucked right here. It's actually not. Uh, So Star Wars 1 is fucking amazing. The problem with Empire is that you have to have Jedi. Mm -hmm. And that's where Empire falls apart. Empire, if it could stand alone, I... Yeah, push that shit through. Um, Empire, it wins. It takes the win. Okay. Still go watch Leprechaun in the Hood. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying don't watch Leprechaun in the Hood. I'm There's just a saying. rap at the end. He's like, Lep in the Hood come to do oh, no yeah. good. Oh, Lep in the God. Hood come to do no good. And he looks right at the camera like, do something, you punk broke bitch out there. <laughs> it's a great look. Anyways, Warwick Davis, underrated performance of the week. <laughs> he smokes weed out of a Leprechaun pipe. It's dope. Dude, he does. Anyways, my voice is going to dip down as I write down to... Uh, Say things. All right, anyways, uh, moving on to our southeast bracket, I believe I'm going to call it. Okay. And it'll change throughout the throughout this process. Tomorrow might be just uh, one, two, three, and four. That's I don't right. know. Uh, our other number one seed that we have, too, is um, we have Terminator 2, mm-hmm. Judgment Day, mm-hmm. versus what is arguably the greatest named sequel of all time. And that is why it's on this list. Versus Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. I mean, we can just all agree it's break into electric boogaloo, right? If it's just on what is in a name, is a rose <laughs> by any other name not as sweet, then it's break into electric boogaloo. I mean, it's just fun to say. Can, can we talk about these movies? Yeah, of course. Sure right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Terminator 2, right? Terminator 2, arguably better than the first one. Arguably, depending who the fuck you ask, it had more money, it had fucking, what's his name? Um, Patrick. Uh, T, T-1000. Oh, not Patrick Stewart. Uh, Robert Patrick. Yeah, Robert Patrick. Uh, Patrick Stewart. Yeah, no, not that. <laughs> um, Electric Boogaloo. Nonsense movie where they just walk into a scene and then everyone starts breakdancing. No matter what happens. Oh, yeah. Um, Terminator 2. It's just more of a movie. And I, I hate to be the one to say that. <laughs> oh, no, no. It, I, I would love to give it to Electric Boogaloo. However... I, I will definitely back you up on that in terms of Electric Boogaloo is fun to watch in terms of... You'll have a good time. Yeah, you'll have a say good time. Say the name Terminator 2. Terminator 2. Now say the other movie. Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. It's okay. amazing. I, I'm how, smiling. Just, how many just, of our D&D games have we named so, Electric Boogaloo? Exactly, exactly. So many, like dozens. The most iconic sequel name... It's like Charlie's Angels colon reloaded or you know just right. call it electric, yeah, just, Charlie's Angels electric boogaloo yeah, like, what are you doing everything. we all know it's a sequel so, okay. you don't even need a 2 after it however Terminator 2 electric boogaloo would be even better <laughs> that would even be even better there you go see yeah. so rename re-release right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> And now they have walkie-talkies for guns. Just yes. like, just oh, like no. E.T. <laughs> oh, no. Just like E.T. And instead of shooting each other, they breakdance at each other. I'm with it. I Take my Great money, Great movie. Sir. He does the robot. Sir, hey, I, I see what you did there. <laughs> I see what you did. 
I can't believe you made that pun before I did. That was great. Because I make clever jokes and you (laughs) don't try. (laughs) All right. So big shout out. Don't give away the formula. (laughs) So T2 is moving on against uh, Breaking 2. But I do got to give a big shout out to my man Turbo. That's right. <laughs> your hair and your fucking silver coat. Is that uh, the one? It, that's the guy from um, uh, Return of the Living Dead, too. Fucking, um, uh, what's his name? I don't know. I just know him as Turbo from Breaking. That's it's like Rocco yeah, yeah, or Rocky or something. Oh, my God. He's friends with Suicide. And, oh, I'm sorry. I can't remember his name. It's, it's something on, Nunez. Google that. We'll be here when you get back. All right. Terminator 2 moving on against Breaking 2 Electric Bugaloo. All right. Now. We have um, another fun little matchup we got right here. Uh, in the second seed of our top left column over here, we got <laughs> The Dark Knight. That's going to be versus another comic book film. And this is really just a platform for Michael to talk that shit. It's going to be against Ghost Rider 2, Spirit of Vengeance. Or oh, isn't that what it's called? Oh, yeah. the second Ghost Rider movie. Ghost Rider, Spirit, Spirit of Vengeance. Vengeance. Yeah. So you yeah. have to ask me which one I'm going to vote for. Go ahead, just I'll give you a couple minutes to just talk about how good Nick Cage was in the movie, in your opinion. So go ahead. In my opinion, sir, these are facts. This is documented. This is no, this is history. This is as it happened. Nick Cage in that movie is phenomenal. He takes all of your expectations about subtlety and character development. <laughs> yeah, because that's what we expect with Nick Cage is subtlety. Throws it all out the window. Just says, no, sir, this is a wild ride. You're just going to watch Nick Cage wild the fuck out for about mm, two hours. And it's going to be great. And he's going to do all the Nick Cagey stuff. The dude pisses fire at some point. He literally flamethrower pees. And every vehicle he turns into some monstrous demonic construction that's like spitting hellfire and it's new and inventive ways to kill people. Yes, yes, Nick Cage, Spirit of Vengeance. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Now granted, Heath Ledger did win an Oscar. (laughs) So I do have to give him credit on that. But I'll say it, that movie makes no goddamn sense. The Joker's plot is horrendous. He sits there and talks about how he's an agent of chaos and he wouldn't know what to do with a car if he actually caught it. And then he has this intricate, screwed up mind fuck of a plan that makes no sense and is so easily defeatable. No, fuck, no, no. All right, I'm calling time on that one. Um, Sorry, I've said my piece. No, you're good. I, I, I'm just, I'm proud of you. You stood your ground <laughs> on that one. Look, I let's be real here. Be real, son. Part of the reason why why it's easy to shit on the Chris Nolan movie now is one of those things. It's like so much time has passed. It came out in 2008 where we've had time to pick it apart. Sure. But at the time, this was back before we had an abundance of comic book movies that we have now. At the time, that movie was groundbreaking. And it was like, thank you for doing Batman like fucking good again. So sure. I hate to ask you to jump in your nostalgia machine. And I understand that Ghost Rider 2 is a fun, campy ride, but like The Dark Knight... It was a pivotal, not only just sequel, but comic book movie. A brilliant performance by Heath Ledger. Whether his plot makes no sense, you can't take anything away from his performance. And uh, I'm just saying, I saw Spirit of Vengeance twice in theaters. I only saw Dark Knight once. So. I doubt that. <laughs> and one of them plays on TNT every other minute. Uh, so yeah, my vote is The Dark Knight. So. What's my matchup? Dark Knight. <laughs> Were you still Googling this I was. Time? Miguel Nunez, which I was wrong on. <laughs> Matthew just zoned out. Yeah. 
<laughs> he's like, okay, arguments again. <laughs> Dark Knight versus what? Ghost Rider 2. Spirit oh, um, okay, so... Again, take, I think canonically, we know I'm not a Chris Nolan fan. I've, I've become less and less, but again, you got like when you first saw the movie, it was a different ball game than now. Which one is that? The Dark Knight. <laughs> Which one is that? What happens in it? The That's Joker. the Heath Ledger one. The Heath Ledger Joker one. I agree. It's a clusterfuck of a fucking movie. Okay. Is it more of a clusterfuck of a movie or less enjoyable than Ghost Rider 2? Uh, I mean, like, Ghost Rider 2 is also a clusterfuck. Sure. It is fucking fun. But that's shit. why you hire Nick Cage. Yeah. Yo. I... It's Ghost Rider 2 for me, man. And, like, you can burn me at the stake. I don't give a shit. Wow. I don't fucking care. We're like, really about fine. to move the Dark Knight. Yo, fuck that look. movie. It's okay. fine. Like I forgot that Matthew does have an unyielding distaste. And look, I, we've read... I was planning on this. I, I know you did. <laughs> I, I know that, that we have had our, our beef with Chris Nolan. On the, and we've aired it pretty publicly. Right, right, right. But I think you guys are out of your fucking mind. <laughs> and I think you're you're like leaning into the camp of like, isn't Nick Cage great? Like, it's way more fun than fucking... It's not, Batman. dude. It's not a good movie. And I, I love some camp, and I like Nick Cage. Ghost Rider 2 is not a good movie. It does not hold up, and it's like... But it's not the it's best. It's our favorite. It's okay. it's, it's what we think fun. is the best. Do I want to sit through three hours of, like, pretentious bullshit? No. Do I, like, Edgelord Joker? No. Really? Yeah. No. Okay. A clusterfuck first... of editing. How about that? Oh, it's bare. <laughs> So in our first ridiculous upset, uh, <laughs> the Dark Knight has lost to Ghost Rider 2. You can write Michael at what you've been watching podcast at gmail.com with all of your hate speech and ire. Please use racial slurs, derogatory things. We don't accept this. We don't condone racism, but we do accept bigotry. So bring that on. What you've been watching podcast at gmail.com. I'll tell you right now, if you put racial slurs in the title of your email, those are the ones I'm going to read first. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, moving on to our other bracket we got right here. Big one right here. We got The Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. What is up until last night... Uh, well, no, I, yeah, one of the most awarded films of all time, right, Lord right, of the Rings, right. of the King was. I think uh, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once is officially beat it out, but nonetheless, nonetheless. Uh, can Lord, that be a sequel? I wish it, were, it would yeah. win the bracket, just be like, can we just... It's everything too. Yeah, pretty much. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, verse, and some people like the franchise, but I got my thoughts on it, verse Jaws 2. Matthew, what do you think about any of these? Oh, why? Are you, we've, we've started I, in a round table. Yo, I'm going to get the hate mail. Oh, you're good. <laughs> they don't know your address. Oh, wait. We give it out every podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Jaws 2. Uh, can we... Let's go over Jaws 2. Okay. Real quick. Right? Real quick. That's the one where the kids get in a boat. Yes. It's basically it's Jaws sick. 1, except now it's a cluster of high school kids Is there, on a boat. Are there two sharks in that one? Is there still one shark? No. I believe there's just one shark. I believe there's just the one. Two is in Jaws Was 3 it, that takes place at SeaWorld. Jaws 3D? Yes. Jaws 3D that takes place at SeaWorld with Dennis Quaid. But that movie is not... I, I don't know. I don't know. if I, I think Jaws 2 might be the better of, of, of the franchises. Obviously not Jaws 4, but I digress. And what is my... What, what's, what's, what's Lord on of the theme? Rings, Return of the King. Okay. So you have three movies in Lord of the Rings, mm -hmm. Return of the King, and two of them are... An epilogue. 
Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, Act 1, 2, and 3. As long as shit. Yeah. After it, the movie is done. It's, it's the, the action ends about... In the book, it's like 40, 40% of the way through. And in the movie, it's about 60% of the way through. I... It, uh, Jaws 2 isn't good. <laughs> no. uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, fucking Return of the King or something, Aragorn. Yeah, Aragorn's throne. Something. Yeah, sure. Strider wins. I, I, <laughs> I, uh, I'll say this. I'm not the only person that says this, but I think Jaws 2 is one of the worst sequels of all time. Okay. And I'll tell you why. And Pontificate, son. Is there, are there worse movies? Yes. There's a lot of worse movies that happen to have it. What Jaws did, though, is they did. They started a trend where Jaws 1 was an absolute blockbuster. Sure. Literally what, the first one. The first, yes. What is the, considered to be the first blockbuster. And what they did is because they, just like we're doing right now, they go, we don't respect you as an audience. <laughs> it was the first true cash grab sequel where they spent less in the budget. Mm. And they just were like, we're just going to phone it in. And then, like, that was the first movie to ever really also, do that. Also, they got rid of all of the talent behind it. Yep. Oh, yeah, they got rid of the director, got rid of everybody. He wanted too much money, and they didn't want to, and it was a shit show of, of dumping money into robotic sharks to attack people, right? Like, yeah. Sure. How did the shark die in that one? Does anyone remember? Yeah. Uh, he pulls up he, yeah, he pulls up a, a underwater cable, and he's smacking it with the oar to attract the shark, and the shark comes up and bites the cable. I mean, the first one wasn't, like, the ending, like, yeah, oxygen tanks don't explode. Sure. So, like, logic's out the window. However, still not a great movie. And nor a great sequel. The first one wasn't a great movie? The ending is a little questionable, but... All great checks movie. Out, all checks out to movie. me, Matthew. I don't know what you're talking about. Perfect movie outside of that right, one right. little... Like, that's not how air tanks work. Um, Isn't it, though? But, it's not. No, it's not. No, science knows. We No. Yeah. Uh... But that's why I think Jaws 2 would be the worst sequel. Because it, there's so many movies that, again, they just go, fuck you, we're just going to take your money, yeah. and there's zero artistic value behind yeah. it. And it's, and it's and it's not the only movie to do that, but it was the first one that there's, set that precedent. There's a ton of, like, static shots where it's just, like, the kids on boats, and it's, like, there's no, like, movement to the camera like a fucking Spielberg movie does. Yeah. None of that shit, like... No magic behind it? Yeah. <laughs> Might yeah. I remind you that he does pull down a helicopter. A shark pulls down a helicopter. I mean, that's possible. <laughs> yeah, especially of that size. So I'm my vote's Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I, it, I, it's I, also I gonna be Lord yeah, of the Rings. I, yeah. I, I agree. That's that's as much as I love the Jaws franchise, I that's a tough one to be. Yeah, that let's be real here also. When uh, Gandalf comes on the fifth day, that's right. At the Look east, to the east. yeah, that shit was gangster. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was gangster. Uh, and then the sons of Rohan show up on their uh, with Carl uh, Urban. Yeah, whatever, dude. I don't know what they had going oh, yeah. on. There was a, that yeah. final action. See, you just got a little boner, didn't you? Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about it more. We'll talk about it more. It's moving on. All right, in our uh, let's see. Northeast racket. Let's see. Sure. North. Southwest north. Southwest north. Uh, we have a number, another two seed, which I believe is a very well earned two seed. Could be a one seed uh, versus a fifteen seed, and that is Mad Max Fury Road mm-hmm. versus the Devil's Rejects. Ooh. Okay. See, this is this is an interesting matchup because at their heart, they're both. Still in the in the canon of the series, but they're they're tonally different than anything that came before them. Yeah, it's so. a good it's a good matchup. However, Fury Road's like the greatest movie ever made. 
You know, you're actually not that far from the truth of that statement. I think if there's a top 100 list, it's 100% on it. If there's a top 50 list, I think it's on it. Top ten, yeah. The, the further down, you yeah, go, I yeah, think. yeah. The more more specificity you get, the yeah. I, there's there's a short list of the greatest movies ever made, and Fury Road is definitely on that short list. I'll give you this: it's a perfect movie. There's nothing you grab at, and the whole movie unravels. And right. we've, we've mentioned that on the podcast a lot. Like Iron Man one, love it or hate, comic book movies. There's nothing you grab at at that movie, sure. and the whole thing falls. Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park, yeah, fucking bro- yeah. yeah. But this is a sequel. Yeah, is Fury Road a sequel? Yes, because because is technically because East because West? technically no, it happens. No, 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 let's expand on this. Okay. What is a sequel? A sequel is a continuation of a story is from a it previous. Is a continuation of a story? Yes. Is it? Yeah. It takes place in the same world as the other Mad Max movies. Yes. It does not. You don't think so? No. So no. you're you're disqualifying Mad Max. I would never. Because it's fucking amazing and it should win everything always. I think canonically George Miller says it is. Yeah. I'm not he's he's ninety like ninety. Who cares? He's yelling about that lot. I love how you're arguing how good this movie is and why it doesn't deserve to be on the list. That's an interesting take. It's amazing and it should win everything. Fury Road. (laughs) Look, I'm down for Fury Road. I just just to say it just because Devil's Rejects of Rob Zombie's movie. I've seen that movie a lot of times, and the the shootout scene where they go out to Freebird is a great. That's it's a badass movie. ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. been a really long time since yeah. I've seen yeah. that movie. Yeah. Like I said, it's a really pretty shot. Like like the the movie is shot very very well. It's very pretty to look at, and there's a lot of high tension. You know, like the it, it's you know them the scene where they kidnap the the film crew or whatever at the at the hotel. Yeah. That's a really fucked up scene. Like it's very high. Like, but do you remember movie. in Fury Road when the guy pulls a bullet out of his mouth and loads it into his gun and shoots it? Yes, I remember that. After getting shot in the eye and he's shooting completely blind. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> you know what? He's convinced me. It's yeah, Fury no, Road. no. Do you remember when Tom Hardy was on pole? Save cats? it, save it, save it, save it. Because it's moving on. It's moving on. So. All right, all right. Yeah, 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 save it. You don't got a slam dunk yet. Just, <laughs> just lob it up for now, man. You nice old alley oop. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll say this just real quick on Devil's Rejects, just to give it some due. I'm not big on like the whole horror porn kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That movie does a really good job of towing the line. Being right, just right. like raunchy enough, just right. depraved enough. I'm uncomfortable watching this, but also I'm yeah. morbidly obsessed with what's going to hap- happen. Yeah, next. it does a good job of that, and a lot of a lot of movies don't do that. They just right. lean either way too into it or right. not. And right, so right, right. I got to give it its due, but you're going up against fucking Mad Max Fury Road, dude. Sure. Like all Valhalla. Yeah, man. Till Chrome Valhalla. All right. Now, on the let's see, our final two seed verse fifteen. We have a very recent movie that came out, but. You gotta give it its due. It was just Oscar nominated for Best Picture. We have Top Gun Maverick mm-hmm. against one of my personal favorite sequels, and its existence alone makes it on this list. Uh, Weekend at Bernie's Two. So mm. I'm gonna talk about Weekend at Bernie's. I'll start, <laughs> I'll start real quick on Weekend at Bernie's Two. The fact that it exists is fucking hilarious to me. Sure. Just because, and I've mentioned this on the podcast before, it's like the McRib sandwich. Its very existence makes me smile. Because it's a boneless pork rib sandwich. And that, to me, just saying that cadence of words is fucking very funny. So we get that bunny. It's a limited offer. Exactly. And it's always limited. But it's never limited. Because it'll always be back. So does it truly make it limited? Plus, there's an app on your phone. I'm just talking about McRib. 
<laughs> in this analogy, McRibs is weakened at Bernie's too. So I'm going to talk about McRibs. Welcome to What You Been McRibbing. <laughs> There's an app you can get. It's called the McRib Finder. And it can find the closest McRib to you anywhere in the world. And the fact that that shit exists, that somebody is so obsessed with McRibs to develop that shit, or a website even, is fucking hilarious. You know what the most magical time is? Is we when can... they release the McRib and the Shamrock Shake, and you get the Black Irish. <laughs> That's what it's called, bro. That's where you get the McRib and the Shamrock Shake. It's called the Black Irish. Did you know the the Shamrock Shake is just green? It's not flavored? Yep. Did yeah. you know that? I did. Your it's brain. Flavors <laughs> it. It's like Skittles. And much, much like the right, Shamrock Shake. Close your shake, eyes and tell me what flavor Skittles this is. Much like the Shamrock Shake. I'm going to go for our underdog here. Uh-oh. We can have Marty's 2 has no substance as much as <laughs> It's just flavor. No, but seriously, the movie, the first one is so fucking... It's, it works for whatever reason. Sure. And then they're just like, dead guy. I think the tagline is, he's back and even deader than ever. <laughs> and like, that shit is fucking hilarious to me. And I'm one for... I know you guys get mad at me because I just shit on your Ghost Rider 2 movie. This is way better than Ghost Rider. Let's get that out of the way. It's awesome. Uh, we can, it's Weekend at Bernie's... Again. Yeah. Right. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, they don't right, so, Plus so, a necromancer. Right, so how are we going to bring them back? I don't know. Voodoo? Yeah. Why? Treasure? Treasure? Something? Sure. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out when we get there. We'll, we'll write it on the day. We'll write well, it on the day. Right. <laughs> Who's got the eight ball? Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh man! But no, Top Gun Maverick is a pretty fucking good sequel. You know <laughs> we, need, we need an excuse to go to Hawaii for like six weeks, so yeah, let's go do real. this. For real. Let's phone in a movie. Like I said, we'll write it on the day. We'll get there. <laughs> Listen, it, it's a long flight to Hawaii. Yeah, we got plenty of time. time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start shooting on a Wednesday. We'll get in late Monday. Sleeping on a Tuesday. Just at the time. We're, we're good. Out. Right. Plenty of time. Yeah, no. All right. So, yeah. Weekend at Bernie's is the McRib. All right. We've done that analogy. But I'll say Top Gun Maverick is actually a pretty fucking good sequel. It's a pretty solid movie. In terms of it gives you more of the same of the first while just expanding on it just a little bit to keep you interested in what else is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's it, a pretty hard one to beat, especially for the nostalgia factor. Like if you love Top Gun and the feelings that it evokes, you're going to love this movie. Yeah. It, it recaptures it pretty well. You haven't seen Maverick yet. Nope. Don't care. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one of the best summer movies maybe ever. Like maybe I mean, it's if like, the box office is any indication. Fuck, but it's Weekend at Bernie's too. Alright, I gotta I'll put I'll put Top Gun Maverick, but it's way closer than you think it is. Like way closer than you think it is. Uh, only because only because Top Gun had the incomparable Valley Kilmers. That's, That's right. it. That is That's it. Right. That is and it. Probably what's gonna be maybe his last role ever, but That is it though. We are gonna move on to the three C's. We're gonna try to pick up the pace just to drop. You're gonna hear me wrinkle some paper here. Yeah. Alright, so on our top left corner, we have... Oh, man. We have two classes of, of horror titans Ruh-roh. about to happen here. And you guys are probably going to be more expertise on this one. So I'm just going to go with what I think I I appreciate more. But, okay. Uh, we have in the eight seed, we have Hellraiser 2. Mm. Versus one of the all-time horror legendary movies, Dawn of the Dead. Ooh. Mmm. Dawn of the Dead versus... Now, I'm not as versed in Hellraiser as y'all. Yeah. Uh, again, it was John Shuck's thing. My shout out to the Chucky. 
But uh, his brothers watch Hellraiser a lot, and they all kind of run together to me. So I don't, I don't remember anything about. So two Hellraiser Two has a lot of footage from Hellraiser One. Sure, not not necessarily Return of the Street Fighter level, but but a fair amount. Sure, it also is basically the same story again. But it expands on Hellraiser and shows you the Leviathan and like right, the, the labyrinth right, the, beyond the, right, and the, the whole fucking ape monster world. where the doctor has like needles and shit mm-hmm. coming out of his brain or whatever. Um, really great sequel. Really great. It's kind of the same movie again though, which is sequel problems, right? Like that's the point. Sure. In terms of, and again, this is this is going to be an issue we're probably going to bring up over and over and over again. Is you want to capture the magic of the first one while also still expanding on the world and giving just a little bit more to the audience that haven't Hell already Razor seen. And Hellraiser Two does that because Hellraiser One was probably a little too gross for a lot of people. So Hellraiser Two. Well, Hellraiser One was such a self-contained movie. Yeah. Like it, like most yep. of the action takes place literally in one room of one house. Yes. Dawn of the Dead's the mall. Yes. Uh, so fifteen minutes pie sequence. <laughs> right? Am I wrong? I think that's the right one. Yes. Again, some of these, some of the of the dead movies run together. So, um, is that who's who's the special effects guy? Is um, uh, Tom, Savini? Tom Savini? Right. I think. Yeah. Tom he Savini. did whatever the fuck Good he wanted to do. He did whatever the fuck he wanted to do. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like whatever the fuck. And no, like George. Uh, um, George Romero. Sorry, I almost said George Miller. George Romero did whatever the fuck he wanted to do. Uh, he said, "Yeah, sure." Yep, pie yeah, in yeah. your face for yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh, we gotta Free pass rain. some time. Yeah. yeah, do it. Oh, you're out of gray paint. Here's some bluish paint. Um, oh, fuck. That's a hard one. Yeah. That's a really hard one. I, I'm i gonna go Hellraiser 2. Because, like, I'm a Clyde Barker fan. I like body horror. Dawn of the Dead, I think, kind of drags for me a little. Okay. Zack Snyder did do a pretty good remake. That's well, it, But we're not talking about the remake, yeah, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <sighs> I'm more versed in Dawn of the Dead, so that's my vote, but it's like the loosest vote ever. It's the, yeah, yeah. For yeah. workaholics terms, it's the loosest butthole. <laughs> I actually think I'm going to put on Hellraiser 2. I, I think just in terms of more enjoyable movie, I, I think Hellraiser 2 was a little bit more enjoyable to me. Uh but I think that that might be a little bit more nostalgia driven. So, but that's going to be my vote is Hellraiser. All so. right, Hellraiser two then is moving on against Dawn of the Dead. That was a pretty good matchup. I was. Uh, sometimes we we do our jobs pretty well here, yeah. even if it's by sheer accident. <laughs> uh, that was a tough one though. I didn't think about that. Yeah, they're both uh, like special effects driven too, so mm-hmm. it's a hard matchup. Yeah, the same ilk as it were. Um, okay, cool. Uh, in our next matchup, we are going to do uh, what are ultimately two comic book movies. Ultimately, if you think about it. Ruh-roh. We have X2, X-Men United, Ooh. versus Ghostbusters Do. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Mm, let's see. I-, I know which way I'm leaning, uh, but I think... So in X2, it opens with... That's the Nightcrawler. One of the best cold opens ever. Yeah. Nightcrawler attacking the White House. He's teleporting all over. He's kicking the shit out of Secret Service agents. 
we also have the Wolverine rampage scene where he first goes full sneaky where, snickety yeah, snarl. Yeah, yeah, where uh, sneaky sneaky snarl. Um, yeah, where Stryker's men are storming the X mansion and he's just cutting through them, and we're actually getting to see Wolverine put his claws into people yeah. for once. Um, it kind of loses it a little bit in the third act because they're trying to set up the whole Phoenix Saga thing for the third movie. Um, so it's a little shoehorned. Ghostbusters is pretty quotable, though. Two, though. A lot yeah. Of, yeah, two. I, I think it's X2. I think of all the original X-Men movies, that's the only one that's worth a shit, quite frankly. Really? I do not like one. I definitely do not like three. Um, I think the... Days of Future Past was pretty, but yeah, that's here nor there. X two is the only one that's worth a shit to me. Um, but even then, it's got its flaws. It does drag a little bit. But uh, who's the villain in X two? Striker. Striker. William Striker. And, and Lady Deathstrike. Who the fuck is that? Classic comic book stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ghostbusters two is. So William Striker was uh, he was he was a mutant hunting. Uh, he was he was a, a, a an army colonel who might have given Wolverine his his adamantium, but uh, then he turned against the mutants and tried to start the mutant registration act. The Statue of Liberty against yeah. ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Like I, name it a more American movie outside of Rocky. Ooh, that's a good point. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. Um, that's a pretty American movie. Yeah, that's pretty American. No, uh, to go back to the point of the sequels, though, I mean, Ghostbusters Two is pretty freaking iconic, but a lot of people are also fucking disappointed in Ghostbusers Two. Yeah, like a when lot you of watch one, the jokes are don't land nearly as well as the original. Yeah, and uh, what's his face just does not give a shit. Bill Murray? Yeah, Bill Murray. Yeah, he yeah, hasn't cared since then. Care. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes him Bill Murray. Well, I mean, he had Caddyshack, yeah. Stripes, yeah. Ghostbusters. He was like, I'm good, you know. I can live off these for the rest of my life. Uh, I, I'm going to come back in 50 years and make Lost in Translation. And I'll say this. I think that Ghostbusters is a more memorable sequel, but I think X2 is a better sequel. Considering mm. the jump between X-Men 1 to 2... Like, there was a, a downgrade between so, Ghostbusters so which, 1 to 2. So there which was an matters, upgrade from X-Men 1 to X-Men 2. So a which vast. matters more is... is it is it Which matters more to you? Is it is it the fact that it's a better movie or the fact that it's more memorable? Because think about it. To, to me, I'm going to go Ghostbusters 2 just because of the two movies, if you were to offer me right now, like, DVD in hand, which one do you want to watch? Ghostbusters 2. Matthew? I'm right there with him. Okay, Ghostbusters. Absolutely. It's, yeah. I'm not. I'm not upset by. It. I, I can. Yeah. It's actually a pretty good matchup. I mean, ultimately, but X2 was badass though. That opening oh, scene is one of the best cold openings of any movie. You're like immediately like fucking yeah, let's watch this. Right, like, right, right. I would say that if I showed you the first five minutes of X2, you'd probably be like, ooh yeah, let's keep. Watching. Well, compared to the first five minutes of Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters too, you probably yeah. sit down and watch the rest of X-Men. Sure, but probably. I'm not mad with Ghostbusters moving on. Even right. if I was, fuck it, you suck it up yeah. and you you take the L. All right, to up here, we have... All right, uh, the other one we have right here. We got three, two threequels going at it. Threequels? Two threequels going this is, at we, it. We match these up pretty nicely, huh? We have the Rocky Three with Clubber Lang. Oh. And we have, what is the, the third Evil Dead movie? Uh, Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness, yeah, thank you. Yeah, Army of Darkness and Rocky Three. Fucking both great movies for very Ouch. different reasons. Ouch. I love Bruce Campbell, but I, I love just gave Mr. you Rocky T. 3, by the way. 
Ah, man. Uh, Rocky 3. I mean, okay, so... You've the talked whole, a lot of Rocky the whole, on the podcast. The whole point of Rocky 3 <laughs> is that the villain is actually right. Clubber Lang is completely right in every aspect in... Rocky is a paper champion, and Mick even admits to it that he's been setting up these easy fights because he knew that Rocky had lost the eye of the tiger or whatever. And so Clubber Lang declaring on the streets of Philadelphia that Rocky Balboa is not a man and I don't respect him because he is, he's not a champion because he has not faced me for the championship, he's right. And ultimately, Clubber Lang's story is Rocky's story. It's a man who came up from nothing and is fighting his way to the championship, Right. So, how is he wrong? How is he any different? I'm going to go Rocky 3. Rocky 3, I think, is, is a, not only one of the best sequels, I think it's the best Rocky movie. Yeah, not named Creed. Or Rocky, <laughs> or Rocky 1. <laughs> but he loses in Rocky 1. Rocky 1 is a way... Okay, not the point here. Rocky 1 is a better movie than Rocky 3, but oh well. Um, I think... It's honestly, I think it's Army of Darkness. Okay. It's just pure camp. I mean, it. it's a movie you can put on at a party, and everyone's going to be like, it's a great party movie. Everyone can kind of get on board, even if you're like, oh, this is terrible. Even if you hate it, it's you can like laugh with it or at it. It's, sure. It's fucking, it, it keeps the spirit of those movies alive. So, that that's my vote. Oh, my God. I'm Rocky yeah, Rocky Three's pretty good though. Uh, yo, um, Bruce Campbell. Um, yeah, it's fucking Army of Darkness. Just in general, it's just fucking fun. Like, do you want to watch a movie and like have it get nominated for an Oscar, or do you want to have a fucking fun time? I mean, it depends if I'm watching or making the movie. I I want to have a fun time because I'm down to party. Okay. <laughs> Because I'm down to party. <laughs> Elegantly said. <laughs> Army of Darkness, man. It's just fun. I, I agree. I think it's the right answer. Also, man, people, and I've talked about this a little bit, people remember the Rocky franchise so like vividly because of the villains. Sure. But it's like it's kind of like a James Bond. You remember it for the villains, but like some of those movies drag. And sure. Mickey is annoying as fuck. And there's like a meter of how bad Mickey gets on your nerves. Rocky Four, where he has the fucking robot. He's dead. In, he's dead in that one. What's the one where he has a robot and it's like Happy Birthday? <laughs> yeah, Happy Birthday, Polly. Yeah, Happy Birthday. Or is it Polly? Yeah, it's Polly that gets on yeah, your fucking. Yeah, yeah. Not 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 Mickey. Mickey's the co- yeah. Polly, how about Polly gets on your nerves? It's fucking ridiculous, man. Yeah, sorry, I mixed up my my Rocky characters right. again. Yeah. But um, either way, I think uh, I I will say I agree with. Both of your statements, I just needed to make a representation And like for Rocky, Rocky IV, he defeats fucking communism. So, like, <laughs> you chose the did wrong you, runner. Did you ever see the, the 30 for 30 that they did, where they treated the events of Rocky IV as if they were historically accurate? You mean, they were accurate. And he wasn't shot on a Philadelphia subway? Jesus. <laughs> it was accurate. That's a... It's like, a documentary. Yeah. That's right. If I could change, and he could change... <laughs> We all can change. Oh, Lord. All right, moving on um, to our next competition. 22 Jump Street versus Halloween 3. I believe the subtitle is Spirit of the Witch. Season of the Witch. Season Season of of the the Witch. Witch. The Witch of the Spirit. Don't start with me because I'm going to ruin your plans. Have you seen... seen, I know you've seen 22 Jump Street because we watched it together. Yes, I've seen 22... I Honestly, it's it's Halloween 3. I mean... (laughs) 22 Jump Street is fun and it's very quotable. It, I think it does suffer from the problem with a lot of sequels in that is 
the the movie is just all the B jokes that didn't make the first movie, and they lean just a little too heavy on the on the joke the previous jokes. Um, I I get you. Um, unfortunately, I mean, if it's gonna be, I don't know shit about Halloween three, so I can't argue against it. I it, I like Halloween in. one, and that's it. It's it's the one in the Halloween franchise that doesn't deal with Michael Myers at all. Zero. Oh well then. Because it was supposed to be an anthology, and then they said this shit was super successful. Let's do a two, and they were like, "Well, let's return to the anthology." So they made a cult of Michael Myers, basically, huh. in Halloween three, and he's not in it at all. That's crazy. Well, no, it's I mean, insane. I'll check it out. I, I just, I'll just say this about Twenty Two Jump Street, though. I don't think any of its faults. It's there's some movies where it's more of the same, and that's not a bad thing. But the only difference between 1 and 2, and to me, in my opinion, is just like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 or Pirates of the Caribbean 2, there's nothing wrong with those movies. Sure. So if that's your introduction to Guardians or Pirates, you'd be like, oh, fuck, I love these movies. But if you've seen the first one, it's just that the lightning is already out of the bottle. Sure. That's what, and it's, you can't, it's really hard to capture the same feel. <laughs> right. Pandora don't go back in. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> Pandora, the monkey doesn't go back in the bottle. Yeah. Um, so I don't think that 22 Jump Street, it's by no fault of its own. Oh, no. It is no, literally, no. and I mean this in the best way possible, 21 was a, twenty one Jump Street was a fucking hit, and it was hilarious. Sure. Uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller were like, who are these two dudes? And they, they went on to do the Lego movie and all that other stuff. Like, yeah. right, they did the Lego movie, then that. I, I think this is just a, an unfortunate circumstance of who it's mashed up against. Like, if you had put it against Ghost Rider, it probably would have gone through. <laughs> I'm sure. YouTube <laughs> so, Um... All right, cool. Well, we are moving back up to the top here. Uh, we have another fun matchup. Uh, we have a comic book movie. And what is, again, ultimately, somebody who would fuck Batman up. Uh, we have Logan versus Home Alone 2. Logan in, I think, oh. the five seed versus Kevin McAllister in Home Alone 2 in The Wet Bandits. I mean, I'll make it simple. It's Logan. Logan's probably the best comic book movie ever made. And it fits because it it, def, it it fits into the Wolverine trilogy of, of Wolverine Origins, The Wolverine, and uh, no one cares. Logan. No one cares. It's still a it's great Logan's movie. Logan's like standalone. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't need anything else to hold it up. It's not really a sequel. It, it is, though. Canonically, it, it, I, it's about as sequel as Fury Road, so I guess I can go with that. <laughs> See, Matthew, you do what we do. We set the parameters and we play within the, in the sandbox of these parameters. I, it's, it's Logan. Home Alone 2 is a fucking all-time classic. It, it is. Sure. Again, but again, ultimately, it suffers from... It's just more of the same without really giving us anything new. I mean, it's... it's do you want to see Kevin McAllister set up a bunch of different traps and injure people to a brute, like a brutal level? Except this time we're going to do it in an abandoned New York building. Sure, let's do this. Why not? Yeah. I'll say two. One, I watched uh, Home Alone 1 I watched fairly recently in the, this Christmas season. And I, I hadn't seen it in a long time. I know it's on all the fucking time, but I hadn't really sat down and watched it beginning to end. And I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but like the wet bandits don't even break into the house to like the last like 25 minutes yeah. of the movie. It's like all set up, all mm-hmm. set up, mm-hmm. all set up. Also, oh, you see the spider? Hey, you see the? They just mention all the shit he's going to use, and you're like, oh fuck! And when I was a kid, I thought it was like the whole ten movie. minutes in was just them <laughs> fucking them up. But it's not. So, um, so Logan's moving on. Yeah, Logan. Oh, yeah, I think it's the correct answer. All right. Uh, ooh man. 
In our next bracket, we have five seed Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Ooh, that's a tough one. Versus Fast Five. Okay, again, I'm going to make this one easy just because I haven't seen Fast Five. I, I need to sit down and, and at some point I'm going to do a Fast and Furious marathon. Uh, but to me, Captain America 2 is a really tight political thriller, spy, espionage. I mean, really showcases what it means to be Captain America in terms of not just standing for a country, but for an ideal. Um, and then, you know, of course, they're reintroducing Bucky as the Winter Soldier, and Sebastian Stan is just absolutely delicious in that role. So I'm going to go Winter Soldier on that one. Have you seen the Fast Five, Matthew? No, I think the only Fast and Furious movie I've seen is the first one. Okay. I'll say this. And I'm, I'm not here to... Def- I think the answer is Captain America the Winter Soldier. Okay. Because it's... Of the Marvel movies, to me, it's top-tier Marvel. Sure. It's like Iron Man 1, that, Thor Ragnarok. It's like those three, even if you don't give a shit about Marvel, it's like those are fucking fun movies. Mm-hmm. But Fast Five of all... If you were, if you were to see any of them... Fast Five is the one to see. Because that's when they know that like they were trying to take it seriously in one and two. And then five, they go, fuck it, we're jumping the shark. And it's just <laughs> the shark the, the ski that, still haven't landed. Yet. They drop cars out of helicopters in that one, or is that That's yes. I don't know. They do it in a lot of them. Okay, that's right. But they steal a, a bank vault and they drive it between like four different cars and they're whipping it through the streets of Rio de Janeiro. And like in terms of an action sequence, if you just like are sitting down like watching it's a fucking great There's action real sequence. real cars going fast. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's complete popcorn nonsense. But, like, again, simply just being entertained. Popcorn nonsense. Yeah. Going without a t-shirt. Yeah, popcorn nonsense. <laughs> like, it's actually a fucking great action sequence. So, I gotta give a shout-out of all the fast movies. They've continued to, to jump the shark now. Now they're jumping a shark through a helicopter on the moon. On top of another yeah, shark. Yeah. It's, it's fucking it's a shark ridiculous. wearing another shark as a hat. But it was the first time that they leaned into it was that movie. Yeah. They're like, oh, how are we going to keep one up in ourselves? Oh, because we just one up ourselves. Let's just go for <laughs> That's it. Right. So you got to, if you really just accept that, it's pretty fun. But I think Captain America, it's that shit, man. So. Okay. All right. With that being decided, we are going to move in. We have uh, three more out of this bracket. I've just stopped jumping around now. You're just going to get them <laughs> as I get them. We'll post this at some point. And you guys can play along at home. Um, okay. We have, in my opinion... A fucking one of the most iconic sequels of all time, versus another one that's a pretty, pretty uh, uh, let's say a robust box office pull. Okay, we have Star Trek Two, The Wrath of Khan, versus Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shacked Me, motherfucking Ricardo Montalban. I mean, (laughs) Ricardo Montalban is pretty hard to beat. Have you seen Star Trek 2, Matthew? Not since I was a kid. Since he probably rented it from Movie Gallery? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Because you like, and Dad were Trekkies. Like, as a kids. little bit. I mean... Yeah. Next gen more than, like, old school. And even then, not really. Like, I was always more of a fan of the movies than I was of the actual series. Like, mm. I, I, I remember watching um, Star Trek The Next Generation, the show, but I couldn't specifically tell you, like... The only movie I remember is the one where they go back in time to get a whale. That's that'd be full four. four. That's yeah. right. Because three be is the search for Spock. Yeah, hold up now. There's a the joke in Star Wars or Star Trek movies is that they're 
only the even numbered ones are good. <laughs> but I fucked with Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock super heavy, and I'll tell the story real quick. We, my friend Ben, we're, uh, we went to Goodwill and we rented a, we just bought a bunch of VHS, just cleaned house. And I, I was like, yo, you've never seen Star Trek Two? He's like, nah. Put him on that. We watched it. He loves it. They had Star Trek Three. Went up there. He was like, I gotta see the sequel. You got it. Got it. So we got three. We're watching it. We're both hammered. Like, all right, just, just out of our minds hammered. But we're like hammered at the point where like we were getting drunk with the movie. Where you're like, oh shit. And at the very end, when Spock goes to mind meld with himself on New Genesis, he's like putting his doing the Vulcan mind meld and he's putting his memories back in or whatever. We're on the edge of our seat. We're like, what the fuck? No, 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 son. And we're cracking bottles, turning them up. And then the D, the uh, VHS, the tape, melt. It didn't melt, but it just fucked up and started. So I immediately popped it out. Was like, ah! but that moment of disappointment at the climax of the film, you could hear us both go, no, no! <laughs> the utter disappointment. And so that memory is stuck in my head. And so I fuck with three very heavy. And so I straightened out the tape, played it back and forth for all of you who are too young to know. You play it back and forth and straighten it out. And, I got my Star Trek 3 finished, but <laughs> it all started with Star Trek 2, The Wrath of Khan. Um, that, to me, is the clear winner, and I fucking love me some Austin Powers. I like silly movies. I do, too. I Again, it, it's... They go back in time. You got Heather Graham. You know, you... you, you, you Fat get, Bastard is a good addition, Fat too. Bastard is a good addition. Very quotable movie, but... It's the nutty professor of the... Uh, Mike Myers movie. Sure, yeah, yeah. Where he just plays every role. He plays every role, and he's great in most of them. Sure. I mean, that's the one that introduces Many Me, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Yeah, Lost Powers 2 is pretty good. (laughs) Shit, I just talked him out of it. (laughs) Some great gags. Y'all, I'm going to go. I've definitely seen Austin Powers way more times than I've seen Star Trek. If your argument earlier about which is more fun plays a role here then I would vote Austin Powers but Star Trek 2 is that shit man when Spock dies at the end sure and he spoilers gets, yeah whatever go watch it go watch it yeah when he dies at the end of the quote he's like uh, what does he say you have and always, always will be my best friend. friend anyways yeah I'm not gonna give it away too much cause it's also the funeral is the shit I'm gonna go Star Trek 2 he was two. the most human I've ever is. known yep um, I'm gonna go Star Trek too, even though that movie does drag a lot. It's <laughs> all it Star is. Trek movies. It's a lot slow. of build. It's a lot of build, but I think in terms of being a better movie, yeah, Star Trek two. All right, so Star Trek two. Moving on over Austin Powers. All right, here is one we have in the seventh seed versus the tenth seed. We have Superman two. Ooh. Versus Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> Damn. Now, we are some earnest children, all of us. Oh, yeah. And I don't mean that about us being forthright or upcoming. <laughs> we Fuck are, that shit. <laughs> we are big fans of Jim Barney, is what I'm saying. Yes, yes, yes. Ernest was a large part of our childhood. He's a more handsome John Cena. That's what he is. <laughs> How could you I'm tell? I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. You can't see him. How could you tell? I'm, look, I'm going to be real here. I remember Superman 1 far more than 2. Those movies are a little bit before my time. Really? you remember? I, I guarantee you remember Superman 2 more than you do Superman 1. Nah. Superman 2 is the one with Zod. I know who it is. Neil and they fight Zod. on the moon, and it's a canon movie, right? Uh, no, that's Superman 4, where you fight Solar Man. 
Oh, it might be. Yeah. That is son of Jor-El kneeled before, before Zod. Zod. Might be. No, Superman 1 is when I he, see, flies uh, you... he flies the Earth back against and somehow makes yeah, time yeah. go backwards because yeah. he's Superman. But. And then he kisses Lois Lane and makes her forget everything. Yeah. I know I've seen, of the two, I've seen Ernest Scared Stupid dozens of more times. <laughs> I mean, my vote's going to be Superman 2 just because in terms of a more iconic movie, I, I mean, that one's hard to beat, you know. You I'm mean, good. It's not a villain's bracket. I, I agree, agree. We did say agree. Too. We could do Ernest Scared Stupid in a villain bracket yeah. too. The little troll thing? The trolls. With the milk? When they Unfortunately, put the- that one has passed. Now we're talking about the best sequels. So, although Ernest Scared Stupid is probably one of the best ones in the franchise, I think in terms of a better sequel, I'm going to say Superman 2. Marcus. Superman 2. I'm on Ernest. That's my thing. Team Ernest? I'm Team Ernest. I mean, Jim Varney was a big part of my childhood. <laughs> yeah, um, so Eartha Kitt plays a witch, boner mm-hmm. fuel. <laughs> Wait, she's like 70 in that Don't dude. care. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Look, you don't, don't tell him what yeah. fuels his boner. Don't yeah. ever <laughs> draw right. that line in the sand, sir. I'm sorry. The, Least of all me, right? The <laughs> trolls are awesome. Yes. You get Miak, right? Yeah. Um, the trolls, by the way, are all the same fucking costume designs from uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. know that? This is a meme. This is what people do with me. <laughs> I'm like, why the fuck do you know that? I don't know why I know that, but I do. Oh, that's where I get it from. Wow. I'm proud of you, Matthew. I don't drink, but great. Cheers to you, sir. <laughs> clink, clink. Um, yeah, Ernest Scared Stupid. It's it's awesome. Go watch it. It stands up for kids. It will scare the shit out of young kids unnecessarily like really young kids yeah young kids scared um, the, the 80s and 90s were a very different time and we watched very horrible grotesque movies sure. and Ernest was still kind of one of them while also being a kids movie entirely Plus Great you movie. get Jim Varney doing the different voices it. and yeah. costumes and He's the awesome. whole Monty Python skit. He yeah. also, when he gets the, the snot blown all over him at the end. So gross. No, and he does the cla- He does the best. He does this in every movie with the ew, and he rolls his lips yeah, back. Yeah. That's the best take he's ever done. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace, Jim Varney. You're in the... the... Earnest. Yeah. Okay. okay. So. I mean, I, I'm not mad. You know, I, I, I can make an argument, but I'm not mad at that. Okay. Earth a kit. <laughs> Save it. It's moving on. Well, on the next episode of What You Been Watching. Uh, okay. This one I think is going to be a slam dunk, but one of them certainly deserves to be mentioned. Honorable uh, mention. Yeah, it, it deserves to be on the list for sure. We have Bill and Ted, Bogus Adventure, which is a fucking great movie. Yeah, Station. Yeah, Station! <laughs> or we have... Blade Runner 2049. Oh, my babies. <laughs> now, my love... See, I'm going to do something that y'all should be able to do. I'm going to separate my love of Keanu Reeves No, for this one. But I will not it. separate my love for Alex Winters. You will never part with me. <laughs> I've only got like two or three movies to hold on to, goddammit. You're not taking right. one of them from me. I love the Lost Boys. Keanu, we can separate a couple. He's got other things for me to latch on to. Really? Oh, yeah, he does. But Winters? All right, anyways. Um, so, yeah, we got Bogus Adventure. Yeah, Bogus Adventure versus Blade Runner 2049. Bill and Ted, just for the sake of argument. <laughs> and, hold on, Bill and Ted's the shit now. I, I love I, those movies. Listen, again, if we're talking about in terms of movie... Now, granted, Bill and Ted has been in my life longer than Blade Runner 2049. 
it's a very memorable movie. I, you know, them going to hell and the princesses. Like, that's right, <laughs> the princesses. Uh, them going to hell and like all our metal, all of our metal album covers lied to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you big evil dick. Like, it's a great movie, but in terms of just sheer movie making culpability capabilities and and enthralling movies i mean 2049 that movie i never knew that i wanted that movie so much like i'm a huge blade runner fan and that movie when it first came out i was like oh they're gonna soil it and they didn't they did exactly what i want in a sequel was and they gave it on the universe too. they gave me more of, of of the first and expanded on the universe and let me a little bit more in like in detail of the world that surrounds them I have zero complaints. Bill and Ted is great on a nostalgia level, and I'll probably watch that more often than I will 2049. But just in terms of sheer movie-making magic, I mean, 2049 is pretty hard to beat. Yeah, so uh, for a little comparison's sake, Bill and Ted 1 is a very 80s movie. Sure. And Bill and Ted 2 is a very 90s movie. Yes. Similarly, Blade Runner is a very 80s future movie noir movie sure. and 2049 is a modern 2020 something 2016 future noir take on the same world so a lot of similarities as far as like the time between the the original and the sequel sure right right, right. uh you know baby goose is my man <laughs> <laughs> baby goose um is he is he on the wall now matthew I'll, we'll save a spot for you for I mean, Jeremy Jeremy's up there. Yeah. Jeremy Baby Goose is my boy. John Leguizamo's up there. Yeah. I'm telling you the company or you might want to think Margo about. Martindale. Mar- and, uh, and also Jim John, Varney. Jim Varney. John C. John Leguizamo and John C. Yeah. yeah. So he's up there. Uh, yeah, the Baby Goose is okay. up there. Ryan Gosling, you're officially indoctrinated. Hall of Fame. Middle Dudleys. Um, I think it's 2049 for me specifically. I, like, I, I love the Bill and Ted movies. However, 2049 like all the gaps in the original Blade Runner 2049 does better. Sure. I, so we don't we're all all agree with you and just so we don't give away all the points what we need to make it later. I think 2049 is better than the first Blade Runner. Yes. And I will just leave it yep. at that. And okay. anyways, that's blasphemous and let's move on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll expand on that one. <laughs> all right, here's the one no, big Big res- big respect to Bogus Journey because That's I how absolutely you do it. That's yeah how you like do it, man. again if you offered me those two movies DVD in hand which one do I want to watch right now Bogus Journey yeah. hands down yeah but twenty forty nine is probably like an impeccable like movie all right well. I got a lot more to say about twenty forty nine so sure, I come sure, up sure, with sure. one and I could talk Bill and Ted all day because that's my shit. Um, all right, here's one that I don't really know what to do. Right, right. This one's a. Um, there's been so many good of each of these. We're about to pit up two of the most, probably the most iconic puppets and people on in suits and hands up puppets of all time. I mean, there's there's only two ways you can go with this. We are gonna. I, pit, I feel like you just researched my porn hub history. I did. Delete your history. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we are gonna talk about Muppet. Treasure Island uh-huh. on the 11 seed versus Godzilla versus Mothra in the 6 seed. 
Oh. And Matthew's going to decide this one on his own. <laughs> really? I mean, I have. No, I, I, I can do that. I think you're. If more... you're going to give me the power, I will. I will do that. Oh um, no! Look, have your discussion and then let me squash all of your yeah, thoughts. Yeah, look, whatever he's. You can tell how fired up. I should just start saying really ignorant things. <laughs> Go for Be it. Be like, now Godzilla. <laughs> no, they made him yellow in that movie. <laughs> just start saying dumb facts where you hear on the internet and it's like. Well, Treasure Island wasn't actually shot in an island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm going to go with uh, Muppet Treasure Island just because, I mean, in terms of... Uh, it is the best of that generation of Muppet movies. Yeah, yeah. Exclu- I mean, again, the first Muppet movie is probably the best one. Let's just go ahead and put that out there. Mm, but in I terms might of, fight somebody on that, but I not that hard. You could make an argument, right? Like, it... But and I would say that also Godzilla, outside of the first one, this is probably either this or Verse Gator, the first one. Is, oh yeah, yeah, is yeah. The best of, as the verses of the ver- yeah. Of, yeah. So I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll vote say the Godzilla, and then yeah. we're gonna give the floor to Matthew, and he's uh, gonna fight uh, okay. amongst himself. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna sit back okay. over here. Okay, while I fight myself. I need my drink. Hold on. Yeah. Over the floor my is yours, buddy. Um, Godzilla versus Mothra. <sighs> Mothra was its own franchise. Godzilla was its own franchise, and they had to do that fucking like let's make them fight, right? Let them fight. Um, it's awesome. It's so great. I, like Mothra is amazing, and it, as usual, ends up not being about their fight anyway, right? Right. It's about the consequences of yeah, their fight. Uh, fucking Muppet Treasure Island. Tim Curry is in it. Thank you, Tim Curry. Um, fucking uh, all Muppet shenanigans. You get to see more uh, Pepe the King Prawn. That's right. Um, I, think that was, I think that was his introduction. Was that movie? I don't. He gets more and more the later things go, and he's awesome. And it's a great deviation from Kermit as the main character. Sure. Uh, yo, it's so good. It's the best pirate movie. Instead of watching the best pirate movie, instead of watching any pirate movie, just watch Muppet Treasure Island. Somewhere Jerry Bruckheimer said, "Fuck I don't you!" Give a fuck. <laughs> they just did it better. <laughs> just the definitive pirate movie. It's done. The franchise, the the whole genre is over because the Muppets did it the best. I'm sorry. That's how when the Muppets do your your fucking genre, it's over. I'm sorry. Do oh. do Hellraiser Muppets? I it's over. You'll can we never talk about do John Wick Muppets. Yeah, absolutely. Do it. It's over. You can never do it again. Fozzie Bear is John Wick. I don't Gonzo know. would be gone. John Wick. Yeah. Oh, even better. Thank you, sir. I'm, I'm good at what I do. Th- this is the sales pitch. It's Rizzo, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, I, that's a hard matchup, but I have to give it to the Muppets on that one. Really? Absolutely. Absolutely. I love the Mothra twins and the song and Yo, everything. I will watch any day of the week Muppet Treasure Island and have a fucking blast through every single now, scene. let me ask you. And not with Godzilla, though? Let, let me ask you, how many Muppet tattoos do you have? I have zero. How many Godzilla tattoos do you have? I have one. <laughs> but... Don't. I just want you to feel the full weight of what you're doing Yo, right now. Yo, I'll get a Pepe the fucking King Prawn tattoo. Let's <laughs> let's go. <laughs> like, yeah, Muppets, man. Let's go. 
Everything about it is amazing. Now, you understand that I think this is the only Godzilla entry in this entire... Yo, it is what it is. <laughs> it's fine. Again, I just want you to feel the full weight of what you're doing it's right fine. now. It's cool. <laughs> driving this car now, right? When I put this down, it's... Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. In a big upset... Was it? A, it's not six versus eleven. Eh, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's still the underdog. Island. Tim Curry is in it. These are the consequences we have to live with, Matthew. He was in Clue. Yes, he was. <laughs> he was in Legend. He was also in that, but he was in Clue. I mean, this is where we differ. But <laughs> Jurassic Park three. <laughs> was he? Yeah. Either two or three. Yeah. Tim Curry. Michael, you want to do this? <laughs> Google it. I think you're thinking of Congo. No, he is in Congo. That's a good. He point. is in Congo. Anyway, either way, <laughs> moving on. So yeah, uh, we'll take a quick break from our sp- from our sponsor, IMDb, where we're gonna find out how right Marcus is. We'll be right back. And we are back from our sponsors, IMDb, where Marcus is proven wrong. Yes, I was. <laughs> Yes, I was. I can't believe I challenged that. I was like, "You want to go, Brett?" Oh man! So we left off where Matthew outvoted his own beloved Godzilla for Muppet Treasure Island. Ain't that both so- are beloved? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Correction. Um, one, I guess, was just a better sequel. So what we're gonna do now? Um, allow me to adjust my paperwork. Take it down here to my personal level. Uh, okay. Where do you guys want to go? You want to go? Let's go. We just did uh, northeast sector or northwest, I guess. So let's do well, it southeast. We're, we're all over the map now. Um, when you guys play along at home, we'll make the brackets and hopefully you guys can follow along. You can press pause and be like, where are they? Because <laughs> there's no rhyme or reason. Look, the TV schedule, if you were to watch the NCAA tournament, the TV schedule doesn't always make sense. Maybe it does. I don't follow it that closely. <laughs> right. He's outing himself. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't pay attention. I'll be listening. Um, okay, so let's go ahead, and we are going to jump to our northeast bracket, and we are going to pit, oh man, um, two ultimately what are superhero movies, in my personal opinion, uh-huh. where we have Karate Kid 3 versus Spider-Man 2. Hmm. And that is a three seed versus a 14 seed. I actually, I for me, I think this is a little bit easier than... I was expecting. Uh, for me, I'm going to go Spider-Man 2. I think just in terms of setting up a franchise or as a continuation of the first movie, I think it's the superior sequel. Basically, Karate Kid 3 is just the exact same plot of Karate Kid 1. In Japan, right? No, no, that's that's Karate Kid 2 is oh, in Japan. Yeah, yeah I don't know. So yeah, what, what does that tell me? I think <laughs> Spider-Man 2 is one of the best comic book movies of all time. So my vote Spider-Man 2. I think I'm also a Spider-Man too. Uh, Sam Raimi, hey. Yeah, Sam Raimi. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't have much more to say. <laughs> yeah, not much more to say. All right. All right, cool. So, Spider-Man. Sweep the legs, Johnny. Sweep the legs. Karate Kid 3, man. We have seen those that movie a lot, especially as a youth. Mm-hmm. We were big Karate Kid families. All right, we're going to move straight uh, north from that. We are going to... Ooh, this is a... I'm going to save that one because I want, I want to end this bracket on a really tough one. Okay. So we're going to vote what I think is, which I've been on many, many, many rants about. And if you have not heard them, please go back and listen to the podcast. Uh, we are going to pit a number five seed, John Wick 3, against a movie that takes place, 
uh, one point in 1986 and then one point in 2022 or something like that. Back to the Future 2. Oh, okay. Or 89 and mm. 2000, whatever it is. I don't know the numbers. Ah, oh, man. I know that at one point they're in the future and then they must return to the future. Right. Hence the back to the future. <laughs> to the future. To. to. Um, Are you making notes now? You getting serious Yeah, now? I get distracted <laughs> very easily. <laughs> yeah. So we are on John Wick 3 and Back to the Future do. Oh, man. Okay, so I've been on a kick recently where I've been watching all of the John Wick movies in preparation for John Wick 4. John Wick, Johnny Wick's 4. And I gotta say, uh, I think 3 might be the better sequel over 2, just because I think aesthetically the lighting's better, the action's a little bit easier to follow. Uh, 2 was just so sort of uh, muddled in terms of its color palette. Um, everything either happened in a cave or in like club, you know, club strobe flashing lights and, and really heavy hues of orange and greens. But we're not discussing that. We're discussing three, which is, I think, better lighting, more uh, uh, better camera work. So the action's easier to follow. Now, does all of that action stack, stack up against the nostalgia factor and the sheer fun factor that is Back to the Future 2? Because I think Back to the Future 2 does a really good job of expanding on the lore and the history, which is what you really want in a sequel. However, I do think that it kind of suffers under the sin of it gives us too much and kind of complicates its own storyline. So I'm going to go... Back to the Future. Really? Yeah. All right, so this is tough because I don't know if you've seen John Wick 3, right? I haven't. I've seen the first one, though, and from what I hear, they only get better. That is a true statement. Um, and hearing about on the horse murdering people <laughs> sounds pretty fucking awesome. And what happens in Back to the Future too? He rides a hoverboard. That was pretty cool. And he does. <laughs> I'll say this. I'm going to vote John Wick 3, and I can go in all day on why. Mm -hmm. I want to give a shout-out, though, because he does give us some of the flyest pair of Jordans in Back to the Future 2 of all time. Those Marty <laughs> McFly's are fucking dope. Fucking, I want to give a shout-out um, to that. Uh, George McFly was Christopher Glover in the first one, right? Right. And then in the second and third one, he got kicked out, and they replaced him and made the actor they replaced him with look like right. Crispin Glover, which he therefore sued for. So for shitty studio antics, I'm going to give it to John Wick 3. Oh! Nice. Nice. Yeah, I'll, oh, I'll call it the I think Harvey, I'm correct on that. We call right? that the Harvey Weinstein play. Uh, womp womp. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'll, I'll save my John Wicking rant antics. It's going to sound uh, familiar to a rant that I've already done like two or three times on this podcast. So, uh, yeah. All right, uh, we're going to move straight south from that one uh, into a four seed, same bracket, versus a 13 seed. All right, we have one of, in my personal opinion, there's two or three James Bond films that are just arguably the best in the series. Sure. I, I, I would say probably not... Even not arguably, like about pretty pretty well rounded. Three. They're the best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna go Goldfinger. What? Yep. Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Okay. All right. Verse Predator Two. The incomparable Danny Glover, <laughs> who before anything else has said, we shall put respect on his name. For Sir? lethal weapons. Oh, I thought he was knighted. Oh, he was. <laughs> Do I need to put him up on the wall? You're a runner up. <laughs> And also, we got uh, Jake Busey, or Gary Busey, and we also got um, Bill Paxton. 
I think so. That no, sounds. I like know it. so. Oh yeah, yeah. Bill Paxton's the only actor in Hollywood to ever been killed by a predator, a Terminator, and an alien. Oh shit. That's a yeah. really cool honor, actually. Yeah. yeah, that is huge. You going on the What You Been Watching wall up there with a <laughs> statue of Jeremy Renner, which is a very real thing, um, as you Matthew can see right now. That's right. Behind right, right now. Was he not? Wasn't he Coconut Pete as well? Coconut Pete. In, Club uh, Dread? Oh, in Club Dread, yeah. Honors right there. Right, anyway, yeah. <laughs> Look at the, yeah, he was in Club Dread, wasn't he? Yeah. Yes, he was. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, okay. I flux with some Predator too. Um, yeah, I, I like the lore Predator, and I'm, la- I'm glad that it takes place in a city and just a regular it's dude a very takes on the Predator. Different movie from the first one, though. Tonally, yes. Um, still bulk awesome. wise, too. There's not nearly as much bulk. Yeah, in two. <laughs> That's true. That might have the best, as they say in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The, the what is he? The muscle ratio in two is far better than Jason Statham's in the Transporter. <laughs> <laughs> but also, we haven't seen Transporter one, so I'm going to be lost in the story on Transporter two. <laughs> Go and check that bingo box. Anyways, um, versus Goldfinger, man. Oh, so Adrian and I have been watching a lot of Bond movie recently, and uh, we haven't caught Goldfinger. I've seen it as a kid. They run together. Though. Yes, they do. Yes, they um, do. We watched Man with the Golden Gun, Christopher Lee, terrible fucking uh, intro song. We watched Moonraker, fucking awesome, Bond in space. Um, That's a good one. A bunch of them. We did uh, Goldeneye, fucking awesome, maybe the best, I don't know. You just think, just based on the video game. It's just fucking fun. Yeah. yeah. All the way through, it's just awesome. The set pieces are great, but we're talking about Goldfinger, which I barely remember. <laughs> I'll say this, if I, if I might interject, and I'll say something about Goldfinger that I think rings true with a lot of movies, that a lot of the Bond movies are forgettable because of the villain not being good. Correct. Most just like most Batman, it's the Rogues Gallery is what makes it. Mm-hmm. Goldfinger gives us so much stuff that has been just adapted into the lore of just James Bond in general and spy movies. It has Odd Job, right? It does. It, it has also, Goldfinger. It has the line, "Do you expect me to talk? No, Mister Bond. I expect you to die." And he's strapped up on the table with the laser about to cut his crotch off. Like that's. You've seen that parodied in cartoons oh, yeah. and like everything. Like yeah, I mean, that's the one where he it opens with he finds the girl that's been painted gold and she died yeah, because yeah, her skin that. couldn't breathe. Yeah, so. I remember that. Uh, we watched Octopussy recently too. That's a specially terrible one. That is that is. It wasn't great. Uh, that's I, the one with the underwater base, right? I think so. Yeah. No, that's the Spy Who Loved Me. Oh, is that it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, See again, they all kind of run. Yeah, they do. Um, yo, Predator Two. <laughs> really? That was yeah. a long rant just to walk yeah. out the Predator 2. <laughs> yeah. Is Goldfinger the best Bond movie sequel? I think it's one of three. I think of the old school Bonds, like, you know, the, the Sean Connery cool. to, like, you know, Roger Moore era, it's probably one of the better ones. I mean, look, I'm fine with Predator. I just, I think <laughs> in terms of, like, Bond Bond has phases where it loses its luster and rarely does it get it back with the same actor. You know what I mean? And Goldfinger did that, I think. Um, Daniel Craig had the opportunity to do that. Pierce Brosnan hit a home run with Goldeneye and then he just went right off the the wagon. Except for the awesome, like, ice glacier uh, scene. (laughs) Fucking amazing. Yeah, it was terrible. (laughs) Right out of Escape from L.A. Roger Moore was pretty consistent, but they started to get pretty campy, but they were consistently... He was campy from the beginning. Yeah, 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 but they were consistently that way. Yeah. And uh, Lazenby is just the best. And T-Dalt. <laughs> yeah, T-Dalt was awesome. T-Dalt was the man. But uh, he was just such a brooding, like, just morose, like, it sucks to be James Bond. Yeah. Like, you're like, wow, yeah. you're not having any fun with this, are you? All these bitches, they're the curse. Right? Look, I'm 
I'm with whatever. My vote is for not by much, but I think it's for Goldfinger. But I'm Michael. You want to be the deciding factor on this one? I'm not opposed either way. It's- I, I, again, I, I think that Predator Two is is a good sequel in terms of it. It gives us just enough of something different that we haven't seen from the original, while not completely destroying the the uh, you know the mythos of or, or rewriting the book of of the first movie. But to be fair, man, Goldfinger as far as a, a Bond movie, pretty high up there. So I'm gonna go Goldfinger All again, right. just just barely. I, I think I think that. Predator 2 is a much more quotable movie, but that doesn't necessarily equate to a better sequel. All right. So yeah. Goldfinger it is. That was, that was closer than I thought it might be. It, yeah. All right. This one's going to tug at heartstrings one way or the other. Right, right. We have Indiana Jones, and we're not talking Temple of Doom here. Um, we're doing uh, Last Crusade. Last Crusade. And that's going to be our seven seed versus Scooby-Doo 2. Monsters Island. I mean, I'm gonna sit here and say I don't think Scooby Doo Two was a better movie than the first Scooby Doo, so I don't even know why it's on here. Quite frankly, so I'm gonna go with uh, Last Crusade. Um, Scooby Doo Two is the one that ends with Scrappy Doo. No, no, no. That was, a, that was the first one. No, that's the second one. No. Yeah, that was the first one. Was it? Two yeah. ends with uh, Alicia Silverstone being the bad guy. Spoilers. Yeah, for those who haven't seen a movie that came out <laughs> like 2002 or three, And it did not have Outcast on the soundtrack. Well, at the record state. Land of a Million See, Drums was on That's two one. strikes right there. Uh, so I'm a Temple of Doom fan. Mm-hmm. I like really? some I like how dark it is. I like that it rips a heart out. I like the I, alligator bridge scene. Me too. Um... Short Round is in that one, too. That's yeah, exactly Kate Kate Boy, Oscar winning. Yeah, Oscar winning. Put him on the board, too. <laughs> I think the main problem with, with that movie is that, and quite frankly, I think Willie, the, the, the chick, the damsel in distress, gets a lot of flack because all she does is just scream for 90 minutes. Yeah, she's super annoying. Yeah. Sleep with Steven Spielberg or something? <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Oh. Allegedly. I think I'm going to go Crusade, though, just in general, because it has that classic, like, choose your cup scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that is true. Pass. The penitent man will pass. Penitent, 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 penitent man. Yeah, and, uh, he invisible... mumbled that as Harrison Ford, doing Sean Connery mumbling as Harrison Ford. <laughs> that was an impression for those that don't know. He, and he had knocked it out of the park. That was layered. Just, yeah, that was layered. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. Um, yeah, I think I'm Indiana Jones Crusade. I will say this, but it did. Con- I will say this about Scooby Doo too before we move on. It did confirm my suspicion that I was right all along when I saw the first one. Everyone's like, "Oh, Sarah Michelle Gellar's so hot." I always thought it was Linda Cardellini, mm-hmm. and in Scooby Doo too, she proves that because she gets smoking hot Velma. So big shout out to <laughs> Linda Cardellini. All right, underrated performance of the week. We have not done it so far. AKA Mrs. Hawkeye. Yep, AKA Miss Hawkeye herself. But uh, I'm with you. I'm, I'm down with uh, Indiana Jones. Okay, final one of this bracket, top top uh, right, whatever it is, northeast, whatever the fuck you want to call it, bracket C. You follow along at home. You'll follow along. You'll pick it up. <laughs> We're going to give you the numbers if you have not playing along already. Um, this is a tough one. What I think is one of the greatest sequels of all time. To me, this is a Final Four contender for something that somebody else could make an argument saying this is the greatest sequel of all time. We have in the six seed sorry versus the 11 seed we have the six seed Adams Family Values 
Verse. Already heavy, heavy contender here uh, on what you've been watching uh, studios. Yeah, we've t- uh, this. I think now Adam's Family will be the most talked about franchise <laughs> on, on the what you've been watching. Oh yeah, is that where we're at? Yeah, we've talked we've, about we've like, talked about Adam's Adam Family value a lot. Not just Adam's Family, but Adam's Family in general. Yeah. Like, I've talked about the cartoons. We could rehash it all right now and just bail on this whole thing. <laughs> Do it eleventh time, maybe. <laughs> Anyways, Adam Family value. Back from a word from our sponsor, Barry Sonnenfeld. I know, right? <laughs> Shout out to Barry Sonnenfeld. Uh, Adam's Family Values versus a great, great classic New York movie, Gremlins Two. Ouch! Ouch! This new, one's gonna a hurt. New Year's yeah, film. this is a hard one. This is gonna hurt. This is gonna hurt. Both one way or the other. Fun. Matthew, and, you're a secret like Gremlins lore holder, aren't you? You kind of know a lot about this. I know a little scenes. bit. I, it's Joe Dante who didn't want to do it. Who and is he? The director? He's yeah. the director. He did like Piranha. He did a bunch of other stuff. Um, very campy director. Didn't Gremlins one was such a smash hit. The studio wanted to do Gremlins two. He was like, "Fuck it." So they tried to make it without him, and they couldn't. Did you just not the bo- lightning in the bottle that they needed sure. to make the movie? So he came back and said. Fuck this movie and did everything in his power to ruin it. To sabotage it? <laughs> yeah. So it's basically the same plot line as the first one, but now it's kind of like a meta commentary about like um, commercialism. Yeah, commercialism. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So the gremlins get into the the AI building and hack it. Oh yeah, the, the genetics with, lab. Yeah, basically yeah, yeah. to fuck with the movie. Right. Um, we getting a salad gremlin. We getting an electric gremlin. Think, you want a pretty old lady gremlin? We putting that in the movie. Don't they don't, do like a Frank Sinatra gremlin? Oh too? yeah, start oh, spread it's, in it's, the news. Yeah, they, they have a whole musical number. There. They literally during the during the movie they go meta where it's Hulk Hogan and I forget who else watching the movie. And they have to stop the real Hulk Hogan addresses the gremlins in the theater projection room and goes. Kids are trying to watch the movie Gremlins 2. I'm going to come up there and break you in half. And, like, the Gremlins have to restart the movie. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, it, yeah. I'm, yeah it, it, uh, it's very Daredevil. Uh, I almost said Daredevil. I meant Deadpool. Yeah. Fourth uh, wall yeah. breaking. Oh, yeah. Well, hey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, great movie. Was it Robinson Leach? Who was the other guy up there? Shit, that's going to bug me. Yeah, I don't remember who the special effects guy was. it Tom Savini? Uh, I don't think it was. I don't think. Dude, it's been forever. I, it might have been Stan Winston. Who knows? I think it was Stan Winston. <laughs> I think it was. I I did all of the special Rick effects. Rick Baker. <laughs> Just naming them. Yeah. Uh, Adam's 2. Adam's Family 2. Fucking great movie too, though. It like breaks the formula. It gives more in the hands of Christina Ricci. Who is, yeah. Um, more than capable as Wednesday Adam. It's also dark as shit. It is dark as shit. And Rick- what works about it is that all of the kids are super mean. And because she's so dark and also mean, meaner, <laughs> it works in a way that, to me, the new show didn't. Sure. Yeah. I, look, there's a scene where she ties a woman, the one of her fellow campers up on stage in front of parents yeah. and everyone. And they show her bring the torch to light her on fire. And yeah. then they just cut away. There's no like, oh, <laughs> she's just playing around. Like, <laughs> she's just in front of people. Yeah, fully committed. Yeah. Um, I mean, one Adam's Family 1 is... is fucking the yeah, shit great. and I'll spare doing this a ninth time but like two I think like you said it brings more of it it changes the focus just a little bit um, you the also one get, chick what's the, what's the what about Debbie yeah. Joan Cusack yeah, yeah. Joan Cusack yeah. yeah there's the Black Widow killer or whatever yeah, yeah. she's great in it too also boner fuel <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, I'm with it. I think we just <laughs> learned something about Matthew's sex life that uh, I don't know we wanted to know. But cool, I'm down for you, bro. Uh, can I hear what you guys... Um, I'll tell you, my vote is Adam's Family too. I I, yeah. I think it's one of the best sequels, yeah. just ever. It's it's really hard to beat. It's fucking You're vote Adam's Family as well. I think so. Yeah. Then I will go ahead and in in solidarity, I'll just give Gremlins two a shout out and say, you weren't gonna make it, but at least you got one vote. And I you think you tried that for and like a good Gremlins two, right? Right. You ruined yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think if Gremlins 2 went up against something else, it probably would have mm-hmm. a chance of yeah, moving absolutely. on. It might just be a bad matchup situation. Which or a good, you know, or a good matchup. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're I mean, both somewhat similar in tone, very winky at the camera. Yeah. So, um, either way. All right, well, that closes that bracket out. Let us move down here to our southeast, I guess we're going to call it. I don't sure. know anymore. Um, all right, we will start northernmost south southern whatever, bracket. Whatever. The Florida Panhandle section. Uh, we are going to... Do a five seed versus a twelve seed, Matthew. I know one of these you have not seen. Probably, uh, we're gonna do Black Panther two in the five seed versus National Lampoon Christmas in the twelve seed. Oh man, uh, 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 uh. I mean, National Lampoon Christmas Vacation is probably one of the best Christmas movies ever made. Seriously quotable movie. Oh man, uh, Black Panther two gives us Namor and sure he is Black Panther, and I'm all about his little green speedos and his little ankle winglets. Ankle winglet. That's <laughs> a callback for y'all. Uh, uh, I think for me, I'm gonna have to edge it out to Christmas Vacation just because I love a good comedy. And that's a comedy that's done really, really well. Whereas Black Panther 2 is as much gravity and emotional content as it brought because of, you know, dealing with the death of Chadwick Boseman or whatever. It's just kind of an okay superhero movie. You think so? so? Yeah, yeah. I love Michael's revisionist history. When we go back and do the review like six episodes ago, <laughs> it's incredible. I cried. And now he's like, I did Damn. cry. I did cry. <laughs> I love it. But it's in terms of a better sequel, I think National Lampoon sort of. I'm, I'm with Look, I'll, I'll say this. And uh, Matthew, I know you'll probably decide, but Black Panther 2 pulled off a magic trick. And it was, it somehow like memorialized Chadwick Boseman's already legendary performance in a film and it, God damn it you're as right. it's as it it's a magic trick the fact that Chadwick Boseman the lead of one of the highest grossing I think at the time it was the fifth highest grossing film of all time was like Black Panther 2 or Black Panther 1 mm-hmm. and the dude dies and you have to pull a magic trick and like push the story forward and somehow Still like garner interest garner, in, and yeah. like pay respect to him it's the fact that it fucking is even like somewhat watchable, and it is more than that, but the fact that they made it even more than that is it's a magic trick. You're like, sure. how the fuck did like any anyone's less capable hands than Ryan Coogler? That movie falls the fuck apart, and it stands on like, oh, we're just only watch this to see what they did about Chadwick. And right? It, it's fucking. It makes it does that, and it also propels Shuri forward, and it's fucking incredible. And I'll just say this: I love. I think National Lampoon is consistently. One of the funniest franchises. Mm-hmm. Like, it, every one of them is pretty consistently funny. Sure. I don't think Christmas is even the best one, though. I think Vegas edges it out, personally. 
Okay. But I've also I'm more familiar with Vegas though. So. Okay. Okay. But All right. uh, but again, I there's I can understand the argument for each. But like Black Panther two, yes, does it drag? Yes, are there certain things that it spoon feeds you and certain things that have to happen? It does suffer from the Marvel fate of like we have to shotgun blast certain characters mm-hmm. and it gets weighed down on that. So does it drag? Yes. But like, does it bring it home and stick the landing too? Yeah. I, I'm not yeah. arguing that it doesn't yeah. stick the landing. I'm just saying in terms of. It's not revolutionizing the comic book movie genre in terms of like, well, I've never seen that before. You know, it's 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 very competently You've seen well the city done. of Telecon before. I <laughs> this okay? <Yeah>. No. <laughs> you seen uh outside of Desperate? No, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my argument though. But again, I'm not if it's. If it's Christmas vacation, I'm not like upset about that. Yeah. It's there's there's a strong reason why I can go. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, see that. It is one of the best Christmas movies of all time. So, Matthew, is it on me? Yeah, are yeah. you are you Black Panther? And I'm Black Panther not, too. Uh, Christmas vacation. I'm I'm still on the fence, but I'm I'm edging out towards. You could convince him one way or the yeah. other. Me? Yeah. Um. Well, I haven't seen Black Panther too, as as we all know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. You know, National Lampoon Christmas is. It's so good. It, like, it's all the classic bits. Falling off the ladder. Right. Falling off the ladder. <laughs> that other bit. Plugging <laughs> plug in the lights. I, I have to give it to National Lampoon. Yeah. All right. National yeah, Lampoon. Right. Right. Look, I'm it. with it. I just, I had, yeah. Black Panther 2 is still a hell of a sequel, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. All right moving on. National Lampoon Christmas edges out Black Panther 2. Um, all right. Let's jump down here. To the bottom, uh, we're gonna do a seven seed versus a ten seed. And again, this is one of those questionable. One of these films is questionable. Where is it a remake? Is it a sequel? Is it a rehashing? Is it a uh, fairy tale? And you'll see what I mean. We have Desperado mm-hmm. versus one near and dear to each and every one of our hearts: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two: The Secret of the Ooze. Ouch, man! This. These last few ones have really been painful. It, well, like, there's some good sequels I'm, out there, man. I'm bleeding in my chest, Charlie Murphy. Yeah. Um, you want to start us off, sir? No. I, <laughs> yeah, you, haven't start, you haven't started us off in a while. Okay. So Des- said no. <laughs> Desperado versus Teenage. I mean, listen, in terms of nostalgia and watchability and like which one have I watched more frequently over the years, it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles By a too. landslide. By a landslide. Um, not to say that Desperado isn't a good movie. I, again, I think it's a brilliant reimagining, retelling of the original El Mariachi. Um, technically, I, I think you and I have talked about it. It's a sequel in the sense of, like, it's still the same story, but the legend has grown to such, like, El Mariachi is the way it actually happened. Right. Desperado is sort of, like, how the town or the neighborhood tells it. And then, like... Once Upon a Time in Mexico is the Hollywood version yeah. of what happened. So, essentially, yes, it is a retelling or, or reimagining, but it still fits, I think, in the in the sequel sense. However, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has Vanilla Ice, and so I'm going to vote for that. Oh, I would <laughs> put that as a minus against that movie big time. <laughs> Absolutely just Ninja not Rap was a banger. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, right. I don't remember us rocking Super out. Super Shredder Plus. Yeah. <laughs> um, Played by Kevin Nash. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go second, Matthew, unless you want to chime no, in. No, no, no. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, look, 
I think, Michael, you hit the nail on the head. Desperado, and it's brilliant that Robert Rodriguez did it. Like, we've talked about it a lot. Like, El Mariachi is the story of what happened. Desperado is like, it's the game of telephone. By you, te- by the time you tell it to somebody else, the legend grows a little bit. And then El Mariachi is just like, by that point in the film, they're saving, they're like, there's political overturn and like right. revolution in Mexico and like that has nothing to do with the actual RC story. car guitar case explosive. Oh, dude! We, now we could talk. Although you can convince me to replace Desperado with Once Upon a Time in Mexico right now, and I would have a very different conversation. That's just because I fucking love Depp. that movie. It has a dude that runs out with two finger pistols, like I mean, no guns in his hands, and he starts shooting, and then he looks at his own hands and goes, "What?" and runs back into cover. And as a dude run out in front of a Cadillac and try to like juke it like a football move, and then just gets plowed over by the Cadillac. I've seen that scene with Rob Bob. Shout out to you, buddy, three hundred times just on rewind. Never gets old. I love three now. Hang on, but we're talking Desperado, so let me let me rewind a little bit. Is Desperado the one where the dude has the guitar case that turns into a rocket launcher? They both have that, but yes, that is the first one. And the other dude has machine gun yeah, guitar like cases. Guns, yeah. yeah, and then. Uh, Antonio Banderas just has a guitar case filled with weapons, like guns and whatnot. So I Desperado's that shit, man. It's got Salma Hayek. <laughs> oh yeah, it does. Turtle. I can't vote against Turtles too, though. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm like allowed to do it. They're gonna revoke my card. <laughs> I love some Desperado though. I I gotta vote Turtles too. I think. Okay. But, like I don't think I'm capable of. I'm gonna have to at some point because I don't think it's the greatest sequel of all time. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I think for the time being, eventually you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to kill one of these darlings. Desperado is a. I mean, shit. I don't even know if I can say that. Fuck, Maddie, just decide. I don't know. <laughs> the ball's uh, in your court, man. Turtles too. Okay, yeah, thank yep. you for without that. Vanilla Ice, it's still pretty fucking great. All right, thank you, Matthew, for saying. You're welcome. Me. That's that's good older brothering right there, and I appreciate that. Thank God you didn't go on a rant about Desperado for like 10 minutes before. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Because there would have been more. I would have just segued into three and then be like, yeah, it's Desperado. Like, you said nothing about the second movie. You're like, yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> All right, um, let's move it up a little bit. We are going to do two threequels. Ooh. Pit it up against each other. Trace on trace. Trace on trace. Um, we are going to do three seed Toy Story 3 versus... Bruce Willis and Sammy Jacks Ooh. in Die Hard 3. Now, we admit we all came to the conclusion that we all like Die Hard 3 more than 2. Well, yeah. Because Die Hard with a Vengeance is technically the name, but still. Well, it, it, Die Hard 2 is essentially just the first Die Hard, but on a plane. Which, I mean, that's fine. You know, just all, all we did is change settings. At least in this one, there's a little bit of like intrigue to it you know uh jeremy irons has got got him running around town solving you know third grade puzzle riddles and stuff like that so um i think you mean classic riddles classic yeah. riddles yeah. you yeah. specifically for dungeons and dragons <laughs> <laughs> just watch that movie and put it in your D game and you're totally fine. yeah that's right yeah. anytime you need a trap or a, a some sort Perfect. of puzzle like room puzzle there you go uh I th- I think I might I don't know Toy Story three was a real tearjerker. Uh, I mean, the finale when they're all like sliding towards the incinerator and they all think that they're gonna die and they're like just reaching out and holding hands and they've accepted fate. Plus, Lotso is a dick. Like, very true. I mean, he's just a. I mean, in terms of great villainy, how did he not make the the, the list? 
Uh, Mike, we've already decided he didn't make the cut. Okay. He had a That's bad fine. season and he didn't make it. <laughs> I think Buzz from the first one was a better one. Or not Buzz. Um, what's the kid next door? Um, oh, Sid. Sid, yes, Sid yeah. yeah. Buzz yeah. is obviously the main character, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think... Toy I... Story 3 also has one of the great, like, of Pixar. Like, Pixar was known for short films and stuff. Mm-hmm. Their opening sequence is just as good. Well, not just as good. On par, on the same ball field as Up. Like what Toy was Story, the opening sequence. It's with the where they're actually playing toys, and there's a General Ham, the ha- Commander Ham, or whatever, in the spaceship. Oh, right, and it's right. Like, it goes like, on for like five right. minutes. It's inside Andy's imagination yeah. as he's playing with his playing toys with the thing. toys right, and right, stuff. Right, right. And like, it's, so there, it's it's all the toys doing like character acting. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fucking awesome. Like yeah, they could have right, cut the right. movie then, and it's a brilliant short film. Right, right. Like um, I forgot about that. That's right. Yeah. Again, I I don't I don't think that that's enough to to edge it out to victory. Yeah, I, I think I might have to... Die Hard 3 it? Die Hard 3 it. I, I think in terms of, of sequels, that's a pretty solid... Like, Toy Story 3 has its moments, but Die Hard 3 is pretty consistent the whole way through. I don't know, man. I think uh, that's top shelf Pixar, and top shelf Pixar is it's hard, hard to, be, to beat. I, I agree. I mean, in my personal opinion. I, and I love me some Die Hard 3. That's the one. With does, the, Pic, and, does Pixar have any Sam Jackson in it? It does. Yeah, it does. Frozone. Frozone. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Sam Jackson. In all fairness, <laughs> Sam Jackson's done everything. Not a single motherfucker thrown in. Yeah, close. Um, yeah, I think I'm not as familiar with Toy Story three, but of what I remember of the the handful of times I've watched it, it's a pretty fucking good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's, my vote's Toy Story three, but only because I mean I think it's top shelf Pixar, and that's okay. better than like most. Am I the tiebreaker on this? Yes, movie? sir. I think you might be. Oh, sir. I don't watch dumb baby movies. <laughs> <laughs> So it's Die Hard Three. Hey, look, succinct and to the point. <laughs> Matthew channeling his inner Angelica from Rugrats. Yeah, <laughs> no, for real, jeez. Um, you dumb babies. Yeah, no. Shout out to Tara Strong, by the way, for voicing for everything. Yeah. She's on Rugrats. All right, we're gonna move up a little She's bit. In my heart is what I, she do, I is. love Tara Strong. Um, all right, we are gonna move up to a four seed versus a thirteen seed. We have the good, the bad, and the ugly. The Sergio Leone uh, all-time classic Western. That's going to be a banger. It's going to be a hard one. Versus something Michael's going to argue for, and I'm just going to let him go first. First, Clerks 2. Good, the bad, and ugly. Uh, I mean, two. listen, listen. I, I, I love Clerks 2. I think of the Clerks trilogy, it's probably the strongest contender. Um, of the other one? Well, th- there's three of them. I know, yeah. But you can't... The, uh, the first yeah, yeah. one's over. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I agree, right. Uh, but I mean the good the bad the ugly I mean that is a classic cinema like that's that's going to be hard to beat and as as, as much as a, of a fanatic of Kevin Smith's work as I am I'm not going to put it up against the good the bad and the ugly oh now you want to be objective <laughs> as is my right I thought it was America <laughs> okay objectivity swinging back in point for you I mean yeah. I, it's going to be good bad the ugly I mean Clerks 2 is a great continuation in terms of, you know, it, it expands on the world and then lets us, you know, it picks up 15, 20 years after the original Clerks and lets us, you know, re, reintroduce us to characters that we love. But, I mean, come on, man. It's it's Sergio Leone. It's it's the the classic soundtrack, the the stoicism of, of Clint Eastwood. The great cinematography, just the, the the final fight, the final Mexican standoff yeah. that they have, the the just the 
the, well, sh- the, the the view that they have just substituting North Tuscany for you know South Southwest America and all right. it all looks fantastic. I don't think we have to slam Duncan anymore. I mean, I fuck with Clark's suit as well, but it's it's the good bad. Yeah, yeah. Vote Agreed. for vote for objectivity wins. G B U. Get back, ugly. Alright, uh, I think one more than we close. Oh, no, 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 yeah. I thought we were about to close out the first round. Alright, All right, but we're, we're not here. We're dialing in. Dialing right, in. Um, okay. Almost two hours into it. <laughs> I know, right? Um, it's the first round for you there. Yeah, the first round takes a little bit. Um, so, in our fi- uh, in this bracket, at least, we have Harry Potter, and I think we decided on Azkaban. I, I would argue that that's probably the best of the sequels. I mean, maybe you could get into the Deathly Hollows, Deathly Hollows one or two, but but again, that's sort of an end game Infinity War situation yeah, where like yeah. which one which one do you Number actually three, yeah. Four, yeah yeah three three with uh, Gary Oldman and it's Alfonso Curzon mm-hmm. who directed or Kurt Curzon however you say his last name Curzon who directed Children of Men and Gravity and Inaratu did now okay I'm going off on a tangent right. Um, yeah, versus uh, the great one of Matthew, one of the few Marvel films that you still really enjoy. I think Thor Ragnarok, which is ultimately Flash Gordon, Thor. Which is yes, great. I'm great. That's cool. You know, I'll I'll try to keep mine succinct. I'm not that big on Harry Potter. I've seen three once, and I remember liking it. Of I'm not. I've not even seen all the Harry Potter movies. I remember liking three a lot because it was really dark in tone. I liked the fact that that was the first time I noticed that like, oh, these movies are growing thematically in dark tone with the aging as as the actors age, like they get darker mm-hmm. and heavier, and, well, they, and the audience as well, the audience yeah, right. as well. So I, I gave it respect for that, and it had um, Gary Oldman, which is just a point in any direction, <laughs> in anything. Yeah, in anything. But I will say this: I think, unarguably, I think Thor Ragnarok once again. We're talking about top shelf stuff. Is top tier Marvel? It's it's top. Like three, in my opinion, it's yeah. I, for me. It comes down to again rewatchability, and you know, I, I'm an okay Harry Potter fan. I've seen all the movies at least more than once. But in terms of which one do I want to put on right now and watch, it's going to be Thor Ragnarok. Uh, yeah. So recently, I watched all of the Harry Potters, and I don't remember anything about them <laughs> because they one run together and uh, B. One in B. One in B. Wild speculation podcast. Relies on your knowledge of the books to watch the movie. Like every scene, I'm like, why are we here? Why is this happening? What's going on? And someone that reads the books. Which is exactly what you want in a movie. Where yeah, why is this happening? Why are we the, here? <laughs> yeah. Um, someone that reads the books can tell you that, but the movie doesn't get you there. It just mm. jumps to the next scene and assumes that you've read the books and I don't want to read. I'm sorry. I'm dumb. Yeah, I'll be reading. There's um, also a no. We don't talk about books unless it has pictures on this. So let's, we've already dabbled too heavily. Uh, yo, Ragnarok's awesome. And I, I think this is going to be the Harry Potter problem for the group, right? It was on the last one, too. Yeah. I think, I think we gave Voldemort the edge just because we're like, we have to fucking move him forward. They made like seven movies about the dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Ragnarok's awesome. It's like the best of the Thor franchise. Oh, agreed. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's settled then. Thor 3, moving on. All right. Uh, we are gonna, I'll recap after this, and then we'll take a short break. But we are, uh, we got a few more to go first. All right. So we're going to go back up. We're all over the map. And now I'm just trying to close out uh, certain sections of the, of the board. Just and then we'll be out of the first Let's just round. do it. All right. So um, 
we are going to get into uh, one I've never seen, and then one I will fight tooth and nail to <laughs> prove its awesomeness. And one of these is was a suggestion, and Michael. Well, I'll just I'll say the movies first. We have Bride of Frankenstein, which critically everyone says is on the top one of the greatest sequels of all time, and we have The Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> So, what of these rants you've already heard? And you'll hear it again. This is the What You've Been Watching podcast, where we will... Oh, I'm sorry. Are we going to repeat a story we've told before on this podcast? Yeah. You My must... bad. Yeah, you must Welcome to the that. format. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll say that I, I know that when we were kids, we watched a lot of monster movies. Yeah, like, a lot of monster movies. And I got it. Michael was kind of the spearhead on that. And then it became Godzilla with Matthew. Oh, yeah. And as long as we got to rent Mega Man 3, I was fine with whatever. <laughs> And James Bond was something that my dad had put us on when we were on Movie Gal. Like we've we've seen, I've seen every James Bond movie except the very most recent one, um, No Time to Die. Mm-hmm. Other than that, like I said, they all kind of run together. So those are like three things that we're all very well versed in. But um, I can fight tooth and nail for the Matrix. So I don't really remember Bride of Frankenstein. I just remember. I'll be honest. I was just like, oh, it has a girl as the lead. So I didn't like it as a kid. I was probably too young to really appreciate its nuance and stuff like that. But, like, I know exactly who it is when you say The Bride of Frankenstein. That is, talking about characters, at least. That's one of those iconic things. Sure, like you sure, sure. immediately know what it's up. Yeah. And it's, the premise... Ronald McDonald, Jesus, Bride of Frankenstein in terms of <laughs> recognizability. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'll save you my, my Matrix 2 rant, uh, just because I, I fucking love that movie through and through. So I want to hear what you guys say. Because I think 2... Three made me Matrix Three made me like two less, but the cliffhanger yes. on two was I I could not fucking wait for the third movie to come out. And I know Matthew broke my heart last time, and I still have not forgiven him. And the scab is still there, so I'll let you pick at it a little bit. When Matthew and I used to talk very much so about the Matrix, and I thought this whole time that he was a fan. Turns out he was just flattering me and listening, <laughs> being I guess being a cool older brother. He was like, "Oh yeah, that's what's up, man." And then he's like. Yeah, no, I, I'm not a fan except for the first one, which devastated me. So go back and listen to that podcast. <laughs> but, That's going to be my opinion on any trilogy. The first one is the best one, typically. You are pretty pretty uh, consistent on that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so what do you guys think? What's I don't. Here's the thing: is I know if we go on like time, like whatever lifetime, whatever, pick your you know RollingStone.com, whatever it is that says like, oh, these are the best sequels of all time. Bride of Frankenstein is on there pretty consistently, mm-hmm. but we didn't add it just because of that. I mean, that was a part of it. We didn't want to just make those lists and then just wade through. These sure. are movies that are personal to us. Right. And so we felt like, I felt like Bride of Frankenstein should be on there, just so we don't piss some people off. We need to maintain some form of credibility. Well, no, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I do think that... You watched it recently though, right? Uh, well, for Halloween last year, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I mean, more recently than I have The Matrix Reloaded, so... Um, in terms of, of sequelization, like, and again, what you want in a sequel is more of the first, but you also want to expand the sandbox just a little bit, you know? And as good as The Bride of Frankenstein is, and it's a classic movie, I, I, I think that it leans a little bit more heavily into the comedic side of, of the... It's campier, of, of, sure. of the yeah. Frankenstein's monster. Um, I think that... The Matrix Reloaded does exactly what you want as a sequel in terms of gives us more of, of, of what happened in the first while still expanding on the universe and delving just a little bit deeper into the inner workings in terms of we finally get to, you know, 
understand what Zion is. We in a dancing, or or or, but even like, um, I mean, that's the one that gave us the architect. And as as much vis a vis, ergo, as much also the Merovingian, Merovingian, and Monica Bellucci, Monica Bellucci. Well, Um, yeah, okay, Monica Bellucci, yeah. yeah. as as much flack as as that scene gets with the architect, where he basically uses big, profound words to explain to a very simple to, to to say nothing, he actually does explain the inner workings of the Matrix and how it works and how like Neo, as much as he thinks he's special and he's the one, is really just another anomaly that they've already accounted for, and so it's 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 just in the grand digital scheme of things. He's a remainder, a, a, a loose programming code that has yet to be dealt with. And I don't think The Bride of Frankenstein does that. I, I think that as well as it's shot, and it is cinematically beautiful, especially you, you, you bring into the old school Hollywood aspects of like, that all was built on a soundstage. And they, they had to build every piece of equipment that Lighting you see on master screen. Class. Right, right, yeah, right. Master class. Um, I think that it doesn't really expand on the world. I don't think it it delves deeper into the psychology and understanding who Victor Von Frankenstein is, nor does it expand more on the monster other than just like, me want friend. Well, it is. I'm going to talk myself into voting for this movie. (laughs) The Bride of Frankenstein thematically, and I mean, I'm not going to do too deep of a dive, but it's one of the most brilliant thematic things ever because it's like, it asks the question of like, okay, so... Frankenstein's lonely and wants a wants a fuck mate ultimately. Okay, well I can acquiesce to that because I'm gonna use my I'm gonna I didn't learn anything on my lesson, so I'm gonna double down and say, okay, I'm gonna try to make it right for you because I did you wrong by creating you in the first place, but at least you'll have a buddy. And then ultimately, like the bride of Frankenstein is the victim in that. She's like, I didn't ask for this either. And now with Frankenstein, it was like, hey, you have free will. Me, it's like you've stripped that from me and said your job is to be with this person. Right. And it's like where the fuck do I come into play with this? Like, right, what right. is my say in this? I the don't horror ask, of waking not up. Like, I, not only did I not ask to be alive, but you've I assigned. Didn't, me. I didn't right. I didn't ask for this assignment, and now that's just my lot in life. I get it for sure. I mean, sure. And, and not a lot of movies can capture that thematically. And I fuck with the Matrix Two super heavy. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, I still am going to vote The Matrix, although I understand people's qualms with it. I do. Mm-hmm. Especially after the first one. Like, the first one is, I don't care what anybody, one of the greatest science fiction films of all time. One of the greatest Agreed. action movies of all time. And so, you couldn't capture lightning in a bottle, so they had to pivot to something else. Sure. Yeah, and when yeah. they pivoted, some people were like, man, fuck that. Like, <laughs> you just turn it into a CGI kung fu schlock fest, and that's not what The Matrix is to them. So, I get it. I get the criticism. But, uh. I'm here for uh, two Keanu Reeves movies to go into this. <laughs> <laughs> One of these is going to the final four. So where are we at? Your Matrix two and your Brave Frankenstein. No, I'm going to go uh, Matrix as well. I think. Okay, I, cool. Yeah. I'm not going to out myself. So <laughs> oh. just keep that opinion to yourself. Just lock it in tight. No, just out of curiosity. You. Uh, I haven't seen Brave Frankenstein since I was a kid, so it's hard to uh, vote for. However, Matrix two. Not great. <laughs> so it's not that you're it's not that you're voting for Bride of Frankenstein. It's that you're voting against Matrix Two. Yeah, but I wouldn't even say I like. I don't want to vote. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. You get a douche canoe or a turd sandwich. I get a thing that I don't remember versus something that that you don't like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I All did. Right. I, well, 
Abstention. Right, right. He pleads the fifth. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. We are going to go for a four seed versus a 13 seed. And in this one, we have another James Bond film. Some would say is the greatest James Bond film of all time. We have Skyfall versus It's Knuckle Puck Time, one of the early appearances of, of oh, Keenan on the silver screen. He had graced us in all that, and he had graced us on the Keenan and Kel show. But we get Mighty Ducks 2 for Skyfall. Mighty Ducks 2 still ducking versus... <laughs> I think it's D2, the Mighty Ducks. No, it's Mighty Ducks still still ducking. <laughs> Uh, it's got to be Skyfall. It, yeah, just in terms of that's a really, really tough movie to beat. Not only is it good, not only is it a good movie, it's good within the the, the franchise of like the the Daniel Craig series. Like that's a pretty fucking hard one to beat. And the Daniel Craig series might be some of the best Bond movies ever made. So. I mean, as much as I love Emilio, as much as I love Keenan and all, and, and all the kids, uh, I couldn't tell you other than it's knuckle puck time and they got a girl on the team now. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what happens in that movie. Oh, and a cowboy. They bring in a cowboy somehow. Yeah, I they did. That. They did That's bring right. a cowboy. That's right. <laughs> See, you remember more than you thought. No, I don't remember. Like, I don't remember who they faced. I don't remember what the yeah. But quack. I just remember they were like, quack. "Here's a bunch of new characters." Quack, quack, quack. quack. Yeah, it's got to be Skyfall. I want to vote for for Mighty Ducks too, <laughs> but you won't. I think I might. I don't know. It's knuckle puck time. They just announced Good Burger too, so that'll be on the list. Oh my god! Yeah, man. Um, we're gonna take a break. Get back to you in six months yeah, when we watch, watch Good Burger yeah, Two. Now I'll, I'll vote Skyfall. I, I think I need to vote Skyfall. Yeah, I think I'm right there with you. Skyfall, absolutely. It's just fucking awesome. Yeah. Again, not that Mighty Ducks Two is a bad movie. It just again, it's it against Skyfall. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Got, yeah. Yeah. I got you. Um, all right. Cool. So we are gonna move to a number three seed versus a number fourteen seed. Now here's the million dollar question. We have not decided. Um, we have Avenger sequel written down, and I think we're we're talking about Infinity War and Endgame. We're not talking in terms of which Avenger sequel, right? Um, so we have that, and we have the Mummy two. Oh well, doesn't matter which one we choose because it's going to well, be. We need to decide at least in this round. Okay, okay. Um, I've mean, n- I've not seen the Mummy two. I'll, I'll just be real. I. It's it's exactly like the Mummy one up until the third act when they bring in a shitty CGI rock scorpion That's monster makes hybrid. Want to vote for that? Ah, you say that and yet watch it and it's dog shit, bro. I've seen that part on the interwebs eighty it's times. Bad. My it's heart is bad. so warm from that Mummy two hate over here. <laughs> so warm, so coddled in fault scene. Yeah, I feel you, man. Um. I'm not a fan of the Mummy series in general, and Mummy 2 is basically the same Mummy, which even worse CGI. So, so, which, you, so, so which this is the first time you vote for a Marvel movie is what I'm hearing. <laughs> I can't vote for the Mummy 2, man. I, I just fucking loathe it. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's going to get me so much hate. I don't care. I'll give you my address so that you guys can <laughs> fucking come fight me. 900, go fuck yourself, bro. <laughs> so now, now we're doing a play-in. Of, the t- of which Avengers sequel is it? Is it Endgame or Infinity War? I mean, to, and, to me, I think that uh, Infinity War is the better movie just because, 
once you start bringing in time travel and, and sort of that, it gets very confusing very fast. Whereas I think I think Infinity War is very much a a much more direct. They just stick to the magic rocks. They right. Just exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm fine with Infinity War. I, we just needed to decide. We always said oh, we're going, we'll come back to it. We never did. I'm fine with it being Infinity War just because when you left that. It was like holy shit! Yeah. Like that—that that was a long year for us Marvel fans. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and there was sadness after Endgame. So there was sadness. Well, yeah. By the way, I'm not going to talk myself out of it. So Infinity, Infinity War Wars moving on. Against- also, that kid Mummy Two is fucking annoying. <laughs> Why are you there? Go away. Because they needed a precocious yeah. kid to carry the he relationship. Didn't do anything. Through. They get to the. They- well, because they couldn't have Rachel Vice be the the, the damsel in distress because yep, she's I, learned I, so much from the first um, movie. Yep, I, so I, now we still need to have somebody to get captured. So who better than he gets the, the little scorpion kid. bracelet attached to his arm, and rather than just cutting his arm off, they take him to the place so that he can be saved. It's so fucking stupid. So the lesson we need to learn is if ever you're cursed with an Egyptian fucking curse or whatever your fucking don't go off. to Matthew because yeah, he Matthew. just has really extreme ideas about the whole situation <laughs> yeah alright well uh, Mummy 2 voted out we're gonna move on to uh, I think the final bra- the final matchup in the first round we oh, have a 6 shit. seed versus an 11 seed a movie that when this came out there was a current trend of a lot of sequels coming out like 10 and 15 years later that was a little bit too little and a little bit too late a la like Dumb and Dumber 2 and what some people would say Anchorman 2 came out around that time this movie did not fall victim to that and I'm talking about the great Danny Boyle follow up Trainspotting 2 versus one of the greatest John Woo movies of all time which Matthew will try to lie and say he hasn't seen it but he watched this on VHS with me many many times I'm talking Mission Impossible 2 with the great Limp Biscuit intro I've seen it I saw it in theaters bam 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 Mission Impossible 1 was one thing. It was like, oh, spy who done it. And 2 was just like, we're throwing all that shit away and we're doing a John Woo flick. <laughs> which rules. And then 3 was like when they kind of found their ground and what they become now. But 2 well, What is, was the other one? Trainspotting 2. Trainspotting 2. Oh, it's going to be Trainspotting 2. It's definitely Trainspotting Have you seen Trainspotting 2, Matthew? I have not. I, it's fucking a really good sequel. Is it? It's a really okay. good... And I, I didn't... I, I Train Spotting One was kind of hit or miss for me. It's kind of a little bit like I, I like that movie. It's I think a very it's, '90s movie. It's fucking really dark. Very '90s. Ceiling. He dumped, yeah. jumps into the toilet. Gets yeah. heroin. Yeah. Um, two is Train, train Spotting Two. As as was one when I first heard about it, I was like, "Ooh, is that really the sequel that we need or that we were clam- clamoring for?" And it turns out. Yeah, like really? they, they okay. do a yeah, really, really brilliant okay. job. I didn't hear anything about it like when it finally came out because it was hyped for a long time before it finally for, came out, and everyone's like, "Yeah, it was good," and then everyone moved on. T- take it for what it's worth, but they do a really, really good job of picking up twenty years later, like, and everything, like the characters still make sense. Like, of course, this is where this person would be twenty years later. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there's no, it's not they're trying to to, to make. Uh, you know, gra- aggrandize things, or or to to like try and sell you something like su- you know subverted. Like every character that you remember from Train Spotting, if you were to think about where they were twenty years later at the end of Train Spotting, that's exactly where they are on heroin still. Some of them, yeah, you know, off and on. You know, okay. they dabble. They yeah. might. Okay, it's a yeah. pretty big point in the movie. Yeah, sometimes what? the sick boy method is a success. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole sequence where they actually delve into uh, Renton getting back into the sick boy method, and he's like, "Oh, this is kind of working. Oh shit, now it's not." 
you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, or Mission Impossible 2, which has Do Gray Scott. It, at one point, Tom Cruise drives a motorcycle and yeah, he pulls he a stop. He does a stoppy and he spins it around yeah. and he hits someone in the jaw with the back. He does a roundhouse with a yeah, moving motorcycle. Uh, motorcycle foo. It's fucking brilliant. See how I'm just slowly backing away from the microphone, giving him the chance to. I'm telling you. Mission, <laughs> everyone's like, oh man, number six. Like, those movies are, if you're talking action movies, those are, in my opinion, the only thing I can kind of rival. Um, what some people would say would like rival John Wick right now but like they're not gonna top what 2 was to me so I stopped watching them shit after 3 <laughs> I've seen 4 I've seen part of 5 like it's just Tom Cruise doing crazy stuff yeah they might be incredible i never seen them before I've seen Ghost Protocol because it had Jeremy Renner in it <laughs> I like that one he crawls up a building and it's got uh, uh, Simon Pegg in it but Mission Impossible 2 is they the highlight they all have Simon Pegg in it not all of them but point being Mission Impossible 2 is the highlight of all of this. It's got fake faces and voice modulators and people peeling off masks with a mask underneath you the mask. You literally just described face off, bro. Bro. Yeah. That's, that's... Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'd like that the first time I saw it when it was called Face Off it's in 1997. It's that old John Woo shit, son. <laughs> and this is saying a lot. This is, goes to my level of Mission Impossible 2 because Trainspotting 2 is on that some of those lists we were talking about earlier is up there in the top 10 of like greatest sequels ever mm-hmm. but I fuck with Mission Impossible 2 that heavy <laughs> that heavy son okay so it's a movie you've never seen versus a movie you don't remember <laughs> it's John Woo yeah Mission Impossible 2 <laughs> oh man this is a travesty I, I feel so weird about picking so many action movie sequels do, do me a favor do me a favor go watch Train Spot. I will 2. now and let's have this conversation again afterwards. It's still going to go through, but let's. I, I'm interested to see if you change your mind on this. Okay, I'm not opposed to voting Train Spotting two through. No, he, Mission Impossible makes it through. I'm just saying, I, I would be interested to hear his thoughts once he's actually seen Train Spotting two. Yeah, I have a list of doom, and when I finish it, I die. So, uh... well, allow me to give you one more thing to add. <laughs> One more one more day to live, sir. Alright. So here's here's where we're at right now. We have finished the first round. I'm gonna read off, I'm gonna recap what's going oh, on. Oh shit, this is it. Yeah, this is just the first round. Um so I'm gonna read off what who our winners are. Alright, I'm gonna stop on the very top left. Alright, and I'm gonna work my way down. So we have Godfather 2. We have Hellraiser 2. Both strong contenders. We have Logan. Mm. We have Skyfall. We have Mission Impossible 2. We have Infinity War. We have The Matrix 2, and God damn you both, Ghost Rider 2, <laughs> Over the Dark Knight. <laughs> Again, some objectivity left on that one. Uh, all right. In the Southwest, we have Aliens versus Ghostbusters 2. We have Captain America Civil War, or sorry, excuse me, Captain America the Winter Soldier uh-huh. versus Star Trek 2, The Wrath of Khan. We have Muppet Treasure Island versus Blade Runner 2049. We have Ernest Scared Stupid versus Lord of the Rings Return of the King. All right. In our top, in our northeast bracket, we have we have Empire Strikes Back versus Army of Darkness. We have John Wick 3 versus Goldfinger. We have Adam's Family Values versus Spider-Man 2. We have Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Uh, versus Fury Road. All right. 
Now, wow. in our southeast bracket, we have Terminator 2 going up against Halloween 3. We have National Lampoon's Christmas versus The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. We have Thor 3 versus Die Hard 3. And we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 versus Top Gun Maverick. And those are our winners okay. of this round. I already know where my mind lies okay. on about half of those. So. I feel like this is infinitely easier now. Yeah, once you get the first round. So we're going to we're gonna cut the episode here. All right? Yeah. Um, we will be back to finish this. I promise you that much. Um, <laughs> probably sooner than you think. Probably much sooner than you think. <laughs> so for everybody, do your sign outs. And uh, this is the, do you, uh, anything you want to plug for us, sir? Uh, no, I mean, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, carbon ink tattoos. Yeah, sure. Uh, MKDudleyArt.com. Also, the address is 900. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you wanted to put that back out there from earlier. Uh, so this is the marvelous Mike Dudley signing off, saying... Uh, and MD3, you know. Saying, go watch a movie. And uh, talk about it with somebody that you love. And if you need to, get a third opinion. <laughs> <laughs>